Blog Talk Radio. It's not my country. My country is me and my family. Well, country's also Huerta. And the governor, the landlord, Gunther Ruiz and his locusts. This little revolution we're having here. A revolution? Revolution, please don't try to tell me about revolution. I know all about the revolutions and how they start. The people that read the books, they go to the people that don't read the books. They put people and say, Oh, oh the time has come to have a change. Eh? I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the revolutions. The people who read the books, or the people who can't read the books, the poor people and say, We have to have a change. So the poor people make the change, huh? And then the people who read the books, they all sit around the big polished tables and they talk and talk and talk and eat and eat and eat. Huh? But what has happened to the poor people? They're dead! That's your revolution. So please, don't tell me about revolutions. Tell yourself that you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not point fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. A palace in which there is no king or queen or dukes or earls or princes, but subjects or subjects beholden to each other to make a better place to live. Is that too much to ask? Are we asking too much? Is it beyond our reach? Because if it is, then we are nothing but sheep being herded to the final slaughterhouse. I will not go down that way. I choose to fight back. I choose to rise, not fall. I choose to live, not die. And I know, I know that what's within me is also within you. That's why I ask you now. Join me. Rise up with me. Rise up on the wings of this plane We'll rebuild on the soul of this little warrior. We will pick up his Forward until this city, your city, our 
All right, all right, all right, everybody. Okay, I don't know how good anybody can hear me. I know on Blog Talk you can hear me. I don't know about Facebook. I've always had problems with Facebook Live. So what we'll have to do is I'll just do the uh, the uh, Blog Talk show, and then I'll do a follow-up video. Maybe I'll make something on my own, you know, and record it and then post it up. That's what I'll have to do. Uh, because I can't mess around. I don't have the time, and you understand why when I explain everything is the best I possibly can here, um, with, with, so everybody can understand uh, what's happening. Okay. Um, basically, I don't know how many people out there really know the story, what's really happened, and why I'm running here in North Carolina um, for. Uh, House of Representatives, District 65. First, before I begin, uh, I know there's a couple of people in the chat room. Oh, you can hear me good. Uh, conservative media, thank you. I appreciate you telling me. And American States, and I can hear, see you in the chat room. Thank you very much. Um, good. I'm glad you guys join me. You're always people of your word and keep your word. And you did a great podcast, as usual, uh, American Statesman. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm losing my voice because I've been doing, arguing all day on the telephone with uh, attorneys, attorneys, turnkeys, uh, you know, turnkeys. Um, that's what I like to call them. But, uh, and I was hoping some couple people, or one person that was a uh, witness to all the conversations that I had with a few uh, attorneys um, on the telephone uh, today, uh, I was hoping that person would show up. And uh, I don't see that person on the phone line here. Uh, so I was kind of hoping they would. But And I'm not trying to criticize this person, but most people, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going, and they got, you know, and really you got to stick your neck out there for somebody, they're usually not there. You know, how many people we know throughout our lives, you know, we've, we've, we've uh, experienced that problem where, you know, you, you thought you can count on somebody and they were there. Now, I'm not saying this person, this person I've known for many years, and, uh, you know, they, this person has been there many, many times throughout the years uh, to back me up on a lot of issues. Um, but, I mean, you know, but sometimes, though, I can't find him and I don't know where he is. And, uh, you know, and I was, that's that just me, my paranoia. I, I think somebody's trying to stab me in the back. Uh, because of what's happened to me throughout my life, I mean, uh, and the things I've done. I mean, it's very hard to trust anybody. Um, and, and trust me, if you had your neck slashed open and uh, uh, required uh, six and a half staples to keep it closed before falling off your head, falling off your shoulders, and then uh, and then a few years later get stabbed in the chest, uh, you know, while you're getting out of your car, um you know, well, first, uh, the guy put a gun to my head and pulled the trigger. The gun jammed, and then the guy uh, in front of me, uh, you know, stabbed me in the chest. And the knife went in my chest, out the other side of my body, and uh, he ripped it out of my chest. And, you know, I fell to the ground, and and uh, they thought I was dead. And I didn't have to play dead because <laughs> I was almost dead. Uh, so, and uh, I remember looking up, just hearing footsteps run away. And looking up, and I could barely, you know, it was all fuzzy, and I couldn't, you know, see really too much. And after about 20 minutes, and cars whizzing by me, no, nobody stopped to help. Nobody stopped. You know, they just kept going. Cars just kept going. Surprised a couple of them didn't run me over. 
You know, imagine that. That would have been a gruesome sight, huh? Getting run over. Ugh. But uh, I was managed to crawl back into my car and call 911 and uh, tell my tell my story briefly to the 911 operator and uh, the the police and uh, EMT showed up and uh, brought me to Young Haven Hospital and uh, stayed a couple weeks in the hospital. Um, chest tubes, obviously, uh, and uh, got the hell out of the the state I was in and started a new life down here in uh, North Carolina. And uh, when I say start a new life, you know, uh, how many people could relocate, start a new life, and be successful? You know, uh, so I, 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 you know, came down here, opened up a business, uh, you know, for about 18 years, um, had about 10 employees, and uh, ran a small business. And uh, and I see what, and with all the knowledge I have of what my past life and what I did. Uh, I say past life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of odd. I don't think I've ever used that term before. But my past life, uh, um, or former life before I came down here, you, know, you compound that knowledge and memory of everything that's happened to you and uh, the experience I've had, you know, and <clears throat> training and, uh, you know, and and the things I know. know about the system and how corrupt it is and, and the elements of corruption and how people can lie. And people, especially politicians, especially police officers, especially uh, um, FBI agents, especially DEA agents and whatnot, uh, ATF, you know, all, all the alphabet letter soup uh, agencies. When you, see, when you see Richard Blumenthal give a Fox News interview uh, in 2004 about me and my case and just flat out lie, you know, you know, just flat out lie, Richard Blumenthal and, uh, you know, the maggot bear, you know, that's what I like to call him. And, uh, Joe Lieberman, um, for a former candidate running for vice president, Al Gore's running mate there. Uh, we had dirt on him, believe it or not. Uh, so, you know, um, so that that that's the past. Though I want to get to the present. That was a long time ago. I was a different person, and I started, like I said, started a new life. Well, I came here in North Carolina, like I said, and you know, I I saw the the, the drug problem here. You know, in North Carolina was you know I had I was a like I said I was a landscape business, and a lot of my workers, I, uh, they were on drugs. You know, and I was wondering why are so many people on drugs? You know, I mean, these guys would show up, you know, uh, dope sick and, and uh, you know, and, and they needed a fix. I remember one guy had to bring him to go score, you know, his, his drugs, you know, and he, he said, I got to have it. He was sick. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't go on throughout the day without having, you know, his dope. And I was like, that, you know, I couldn't figure that out. You know, I was like, well, how could you have something like that control your body and control your life? You know, and I said he he needs help. You know, he, you know, he needs somebody to help him. And you know, and and the system offered no help. And a couple of guys I worked that worked for me had criminal records, which I kind of preferred people to have criminal records when they worked for me, because you know I knew they were getting out of jail and needed work, and then I paid very well. You know, uh, I was paying fifteen dollars an hour cash some jobs. You know, and this is back, you know, fifteen years ago. That was good money back then. You know, nowadays it's not really that good. Uh, so that was really darn good money. 
you know, especially down here in the South. So, you know, and these guys coming out of jail, you know, getting paid that kind of money, I'd give them a chance, you know. And a lot of them still had a lot of baggage and problems, you know, from from their past or their present and relationship problems. I felt like I was a counselor, you know. And they would, you know, confide in me and tell me things. And, well, like I said, this drug problem. And, well, eventually, you know, I I, I met somebody and I, I uh, had a son, you know, we had a, a child and then I had another child. So I have two sons. And I don't want my sons you know, to get hooked up in that type of world. And I, I don't want to see them get, you know, hooked on drugs. And in the public schools, I noticed they run rampant drugs. They're, well, the public schools are just broken. And, you know, it, it just, it bothered me. It really bothered me, you know, and I was worried. And I'm a, I'm a constant worrier, you know. I, I'm always, look, you know, trying to wonder about things, looking at things from a different angle. I bring things up over and over and over again. People say because I believe in repetition. Repetition makes you know I work out. I'm a, I work out all my life. I've been working out, and repetition makes you uh, stronger. Obviously, when you go to the gym, you do reps, right? Because it makes your body stronger. Well, I believe the same thing for your mind. Repetition makes your mind stronger. So when you read something over and over, or you watch something over and over, you you can strengthen you uh, what you saw by you know not. By seeing things that you didn't see the first time around or the second time around or the third time around. So that's how I operate. Well, I, like I said, it bothered me. So I made a couple phone calls to some old contacts I had and, uh, you know, uh, with, within the government. You know, and not many people were around anymore. That, uh, you know, most of them are retired or they're dead or they just flat out disappeared. Um, but I managed through a friend through a friend managed to get in touch with the war room up there, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was for the DEA. And uh, and I told him, you know, I, I know a few things about some stuff that's going on in this area. There was a house that was involved in a lot of criminal activity, prostitution. It wasn't, it wasn't too far from me, from where I live. And they were selling uh, uh, fentanyl and uh crack cocaine and, and, you know, all, everything. They're involved, you know, stealing, stolen property, fencing, stolen property. It was just a, a, a crime house, basically. So I told, you know, so I told my buddy this, and I said, you know, uh, and he goes, well, hey, Joe, he goes, would you like to go back undercover? You know, would you like to go, you know, would you like to work for us? You know, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. He goes, you know, and I thought about it, you know, and I says, well, I don't know. Let me, you know, let me, let me get back to you on that. You know, he goes, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put you in contact with our field office in Greensboro. And uh, I said, okay. So um, the guy contacts me from Greensboro, one of the DEA agents, and he says, come on, just come up to the field office and uh, sit down, have a sit down with us and uh, tell us what you know. You know, and I said, well, I'm going to tell you what I know until I know what's going on or what if I make a decision whether or not I'm going to work for you and do what I, you know, blah, 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 blah. To make a long story short, I went up there. I met with a couple agents. We sat down, uh, exchanged information, and I signed a bunch of papers, and I got on the uh, payroll, I guess you could say. And uh, so uh, I began working um, undercover uh, on this house. And uh, it started with this house, and then I got in contact with the Guilford County Sheriff's Department, a couple of detectives there, and then eventually everything snowballed into 
one job after another, job after another, job after another, job after another. You know, and before I know it, this is consuming much of my time every single day. And I decide I'm going to run for public office also. I make that decision during this time. And, you know, so a lot's going on. Now the real whammy happens. Obviously, I told you I had a couple uh, sons. I'm involved in a relationship with somebody, with my, obviously the mother of my two sons. And, of course, I cannot talk about what I'm doing on the side. <laughs> you know, uh, I can't go come home and say, yeah, today I was, you know, doing, you know, I, I, I scored two uh, eight balls of crack cocaine and a couple ounces of meth. <laughs> what do you think? You know, I, <laughs> you know, so I, it's kind of like it was a secret. You know, uh, so that put a strain on um my home life and uh you know eventually uh, uh she left and um you know and took the two children with her and uh of course she thought I was doing drugs <laughs> you know or I was involved in gang activity or and stuff like that she didn't know what I was doing and uh needless to say we ended up in a custody battle and that was that's a whole nother life that's a whole nother story in itself that can take on its own story um but it's linked to this that's why i brought it up and needless to say when you take my two kids away and you don't tell me where you're going i you know i was very upset about that and uh that really and it bothered me i didn't know where my two children were what am i supposed to do you know i mean i love my two sons to death this is what i'm doing what i'm doing for my children and my for my family so it's quite self-evident that you know what i'm doing is for them and uh there was a protective order uh served on me um because you know i was verbally abusive i guess and um no assaults nothing like that you know, nothing crazy like that and um well i'm at the courthouse one day we're going for a hearing a custody hearing and my little boy says hi daddy and there's a protective order and i'm not allowed to have contact with um my uh my family you know right now it says there was no visitation set up yet and i said hey little guy how you doing and one of the deputies, uh, bat faggots, uh, in the hallway there, hey, you're not supposed to uh, talk to uh, uh, this uh, her. There's a protective order against you. I said, I'm just saying hi to my son. I said, what the hell is wrong with that? And it created a scene in the hallway. Uh, anyway, deputy, of course, went and got back up, and uh, they um, handcuffed me in, in front of my child, in front of my son, and uh, which pissed me off right then it pissed me off big time and brought me into the jail and uh you know uh it's a little hard to talk about but you know they they, they brought me in and uh words were exchanged in the uh lockup and uh they assaulted me you know and and of course i defended myself i think i knocked like three of them out i can't remember all i remember swinging and uh you know, and nine of them eventually got me subdued, and they uh, stripped me down uh, and handcuffed me to a grate in the floor and uh, let, basically left me there. I had a concussion. Um, you know, they fed me very little. Uh, my bond was $45,000.
And um, I posted my bond. I had a couple of patriots come down from up north and to bond me out. Because, um, you know, they, they I didn't, I, not because I was able to use a phone call or anything, because my, somebody got word he was in the hallway that was with me, uh, which I'm going to leave nameless because I don't want to get them involved, contacted these people and, you know, whatnot. And they came down and bonded me out. So they bonded me out, but they wouldn't let me out of jail. Would you believe that? They posted my $45,000 bond, and they still wouldn't let me out. 17 days go by, and they didn't let me out because they knew that I was, uh, I had a concussion, you know. So, you know, they didn't want to let me out. That's proof that I was assaulted. I didn't go into jail with a concussion. I developed a staph infection also. I mean, because they left me. I mean, I was left there. I mean, look, you know, I I don't want to get into details. It was absolutely disgusting how they left me. And um, anyway, after 17 days, I get out. And uh, I had to go to court uh, November 2nd of 2021, okay? Now, I'm in, I'm in court. Now, it's my first court appearance. I have no lawyer yet. You know, I just got out of jail. I have to get my affair. I mean, you know, I just spent 17 days in. You know, I got to go to the doctors. I got to get the staph infection. Take, I got an infection. I had to get that taken care of. I still had a mild concussion. Um and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm working, you know, working, and, uh, you know, lots going on, man. You know, custody battle, this and that, and, you know, and and it's just a nightmare. Well, needless to say, um, I go to court on November 2nd, and they try me. They, they want to try me. You know, I don't have a lawyer, I said. Well, too bad we're doing the case today, Mr. Gibson. We're going to do the case today. I said, I don't have a lawyer yet. What the hell are you talking about? You be ready for trial after lunch, after lunch break. You know, they do two-hour lunch break. So I go to the hallway, and I hire a lawyer, um, you know, and that's the, there's a story within that also. I'm not, I'm trying to cut corners here not to drag it out too long because I know there's going to be questions, and I can fill in the gaps. I'm probably going to fill in the gaps when I do the video because I got to, you know, I can outline, make bullet points. Right now, it's kind of hard when you, it's hard to talk about yourself when you're on, when you're, when you're on the uh, podcast. It's very difficult, you know, or it's very difficult to tell stories about yourself. At least it is for me. For me to interview somebody or talk about other people or, or do a podcast, it's easy for me to talk about things, you know. Well, anyway, um, I get the, the, of course, they find me guilty in district court, okay. In district court in North Carolina, which is administrative hearing, and it's misdemeanors so I'm charged with violation of protective order, and they find me guilty. Well, in district court, you can appeal to superior court, so I, I appeal. When you appeal from district court to superior court, this is very, very, very important, what I'm about to say right here, because this is the whole problem coming really pretty much, or I would say about 50% of the problem. Because of the law not being followed. I appeal from district court to superior court. When you appeal that way, it stays all portion of the sentence you were given in district court. It wipes it out. It, 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 uh, the slate, it goes clean. Okay? Like, like it never happened. The trial never happened. So whatever the judge sentenced me to on November, November 2nd, it gets wiped away. Clean. So when I appeal that now, I go to I uh, in the month of uh, excuse me excuse me and uh, they they postpone it graciously thank goodness you know such guy kind people 
They postponed it to January 13th in Superior Court. I'm going to go to trial. Well, my jury trial in Superior Court. The lawyer is begging me not to go to trial. I said, listen, pal, let me tell you something right now. If, 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 if I'm going to trial, and if you don't give me a good deal, or if, if we don't get a deal here, well, I don't do a day in jail, or, and, and this whole thing gets dropped, or whatever. I forgot what I said to the lawyer. Um, you know, I told, you know, but, but I said, I'm going to the six, six o'clock news about the assault, you know? And, uh, okay, hang on, hang on. So he goes, how about, he calls me back, because uh, I guess he must have been talking to the prosecutor. And he goes, how about 15 days, weekends in jail? You do weekends. Can you do weekends? I said, yeah, I could do weekends. I said, I could, I could do 15 days, weekends. So I could do Friday, Saturday, then the following week, Friday, Saturday, you know, 15 days. That's not a problem. I could do that. So we go to Superior Court, and um, I contact uh, my buddies at the DEA. Remember now, I'm still doing the, the undercover work. <laughs> In between all this, while 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 I'm doing all this, I'm I'm making undercover drug buys, uh, you know you know what I mean. I'm doing investigations. I'm I'm I mean you know I'm working undercover here, you know, uh, and so you know so a lot's going on, and uh, at the same time I'm getting ready to file for my candidacy to uh, my first time around to run for public office. Well, anyway, I'm in Superior Court and the judge doesn't like the sentence. Well. The prosecutor goes up to the bench and talks privately to the judge and tells the judge who I am and what I've been doing on the side. So uh, they made, we made a private deal. Judge says, oh, okay. He says, continue probation. Continue probation. This is a sentence. Continue probation and 15 days weekends. Okay, bam. Okay, thank you. Bye. And then, oh, and remand. They have to remand. They say, he says remand. He says remand to district court to execute the sentence. Because it's a bit, uh, because Superior Court really doesn't have jurisdiction anymore. So anyway, I, I'm doing the 15 days. This is this is what now I'm going to get to the part that affects me right now and what's going on. It's very very important, very very important. I've told some people this. Um, I'm doing weekends in jail, and we got to do a drug buy on a Friday. I've got to go report to jail at seven o'clock on a. On a um, on Friday, 7 p.m. Uh, we do the drug buy in Greensboro on Atwater Street. I buy two, I buy 28 grams of fentanyl that day, and two eight balls of crystal meth. All right, and I think and he, and he threw in a couple bags of crack cocaine for a bonus. I, you know, because obviously that's a good bill. And why he did that, I don't know. You know, he threw it in there anyway. But I turned everything over to the narcotics officer. And I was under surveillance and everything. So don't worry, people. There's no chance of me, you know, injecting it or smoking it in between. I've got 30 cops watching me while I'm doing this by. I'm wired up, all right? Nothing, nothing you know, <laughs> there's no – and I'm searched when I, when, I, when, I bring, when I bring the stuff back. So it, it's not like anything can be hidden or uh, – or deviated from the private. And they searched my vehicle also thoroughly, so with dogs and everything. So it's, it's not like you can hide anything, or I'm going to be able to take anything and keep it for myself. It doesn't work like that. So for anybody wise asses out there who got anything smart to say, um, oh, excuse me, we make the buy successfully, and I'm on my way home, and I know I got to go to jail and everything, so I'm rushing and everything, and. 
I smoke cigarettes because obviously, you know, uh, you know, I'm nervous, nervous wreck, you know, with all this crap going on and everything. So all of a sudden I start feeling sick to my stomach, man, and I get dizzy. I'm like getting dizzy. I'm like, what the hell, man? I don't feel good, you know. So I pull over on the side of the road, you know, not not blocking traffic, not obstructing traffic. You know, I pull over in a little section where you can pull over. So I'm thinking, so. Uh, I forgot what I did or whatever. I was texting somebody that I didn't feel good or something, and and I don't I, I don't know. But anyway, some woman comes and knocks on the window. Boop, 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 to my car. Sir, are you okay? I said, Yeah, I'm all right. I said, Why? She goes, Well, we were just wondering if you're okay, you know. So she called in uh, um, a stranded motorist, uh, uh, you know, a motorist that seemed to appear to be broken down and needed help because I was on the side of a highway, actually. I mean, I was parked out of the way, but, you know, still, it's not a good place to park. <laughs> Only for emergencies, you know, for if you break down or something. So anyway, no sooner as she says that, here comes an ambulance. You know, with not with his lights on or anything, just pulls up behind me. And the EMS guys get out, and they say, uh, knock on the window, hey, how you doing? I said, yeah, what's up? You know, they go, you all right? I says, I says, I'm fine, man. I says, you know, I'm all right. I'm not, no time was I unconscious. At no time was I taking a nap or anything like that. And I said, no, I'm just going to be on my way. Now, remember, I got to report to jail, so I'm in kind of a hurry now. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, the, I got to get going here. So, and he goes, why don't we check you out in the back of the ambulance? Just be on a safe side. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, all right, fine. Let's, let's, let's go. You know, anyway, so they check out my vitals and everything, and everything appears to be normal. You know, and, and they said, can we check your blood sugar? I said, yeah, check my, you know, because obviously if I'm a diabetic, that would cause me to get dizzy and, you know, start nodding out. Well, they they uh, they prick my finger, but the idiot uh, on my other arm injects me, injects me now. With, I, with a needle, injects me with Narcan. Man, I'll tell you what, I never felt such a dirty rush in my life. I mean, it was absolutely, it felt so weird. I mean, my body just froze up and felt warm, cold, warm, cold, warm, cold, warm, cold. I mean, it was so weird, you know, and and, and sweat started gushing out of my head. Then I was cold, sweat, cold. And it happened like that real fast in a matter of like 45 seconds, you know. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I'm thinking they're trying to kill me. You know, remember, I'm a marked man. You know, I got a past. I mean, who knows? You know, look what I'm doing. I'm thinking, I'm getting set up here. They're going to kill me. And I'm like, whoa. And I, 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 uh, and the guy used to weigh 320 pounds, this EMS guy. I mean, he's a fat, fat, fat guy. You know, one of those guys, uh, uh, you know, one of those type of guys, you know. And the other guy's in pretty good shape. And he's holding me down. The fat guy sits on me, you know. And I'm like, get me a fat fuck. You know, and I'm yelling, you know. And he goes, calm down, calm down, calm down. You're having a reaction to the drugs. He goes, how long have you been shooting up? I said, what the F are you talking about shooting up? I said, Never. I said, do you see any track marks on my arm? Remember, I told you I work out. I always, I use always, I always usually wear tank tops, you know, uh, you know, tank tops and whatnot. They call them wife beaters or whatever. That's so stupid. I hate that term anyway. But, you know, I wear, wear tank tops. And I said, so you can see my arms. My arms are always visible. You know, I don't, and there's no veins with any type of bruises or marks in my arms at all. I said, I do not shoot up, pal. Well, here comes the state trooper, Highway Patrol, bat faggot number two. He comes rolling up. What do we got here, guys? 
He goes, oh, we got a doper. I said, son of this son of a bitch. I said, I'm not a doper. I said, I don't, you don't know what you're talking about, man. He's like, yeah. He goes, well, I got placed under arrest for DUI. I said, what? I said, I'm in the back of an ambulance. I said, you didn't even see me driving. You know, he goes, well, I got I to gotta arrest you. I said, oh, my Lord. Now, I can't tell him I was working undercover. Now, come to find out, logically, I was exposed to fentanyl and the drugs that I bought that day. Uh, because when I bought, did the undercover buy, I put the drugs in my cigarette pack. And one of the bags apparently must have leaked out. I mean, remember, 28 grams, okay? You know, and remember, I'm nervous, you know, and he's bagging it up the stuff, you know, and I touched some of it, I guess. Something must have happened where I touched it. Uh, and then when I smoked my cigarette, I must have inhaled it. So, you know, so obviously someone who's not a drug user and this fentanyl uh, was very pure, uh, did what almost, you know, could have killed me. So <clears throat> to this day, I'm fighting this DUI charge, believe it or not. This happened in August, April of 2022. I was arrested for this DUI charge, and here we are going into 20, what, 2024, right? I'm mixed up on my dates now, 2024. I mean, it's going to be two years, man. Two years almost for a DUI charge. No, and I tell my handler, uh, the DEA, they're supposed to be helping me out. And meanwhile, all this time has transpired. The guy that I was mainly working with is retired. He no longer works for uh, the DEA. So, with that being said, that's where I stand right now with that. So, I wanted to, like, take a breather here and maybe take some questions if anybody's got any questions because, you know, rehashing this, going over it and over it in my mind, it's, it's, it's stressful, man. It really is. And, you know, and I'm running for North Carolina House of Representatives here. And, and, and tomorrow, by the way, I have to be in court so, for this DUI. So, they're going to hang me. They're going to hang me. That's what I'm thinking. That's what's going to end up happening. Um, part two to this story, the corruption part, and I'm sure that's what most people want to probably listen to, really. And I, I'm going to try to figure out a way to best break it down. And I can't show you. I wish I could show you. Um, I have to do that on a video, and I don't know if the, the video is working yet on the Facebook, so... Uh, if anybody's got any questions, 657-383-0616, press the number one. I don't even know if my phone lines are working properly. Uh, and then I'm going to get to part two of this story here. I, I got several windows open, and I don't know which window I should be using here for the for the blog talk. So um, somebody can press one or somebody wants to call in, they can. I've got about seven callers on the phone line. I mean, this is a story here. I'm going to explain something to you. This is very serious. Because this can, you know, this is this is this is like, I mean, I just don't know how to how to break it down or, or how to explain it to where how it could affect everybody else and how the, the lies. When I get to part two of this and I tell you uh, some of the, some of the things that have, have transpired with with a couple individuals involved in this story. You're gonna be like, what a maggot piece of crap! You're gonna be, you know, you're, you're gonna think you're gonna be like, you're gonna see the corruption. It's gonna be like a light dawn on you. You know what I mean? 
So hello to the people in the chat room. Like I said, uh, hello, uh, Sally. Hello, Conservative Nation. Uh, Boyd there, hello. Um, I don't know who else is listening. Um, I, uh, Sarge, maybe. I got three private numbers. John Doe's out there listening. I appreciate it. Um, oh, and I see a couple other phone numbers up there. My buddy there, I'm not going to give his name out because I don't know if he wants to talk tonight. Um, I'm trying to break down... Uh, uh, I've told my story to a couple people already privately, and I'm trying to break down how I can discuss, how I can break down part two of this story with with um, the listeners here. And I don't know how to do it, because this has got to get out in the open. Because tomorrow when I go to court, they're going to hang me. I'm probably going bye-bye for six months. They're going to take me out of the primary. I won't be able to be in the primary. So they're going to make sure I'm silenced my run for public office will be ended very quickly. You know, I mean, I'll still be on the ballot, but they're going to silence me, like I said. And I'm going to tell you the reasons why, and, and also I'm going to get into that um, here too also. Um, my buddy from up north right there, I mean, if you want to press one, um, you know, I'd appreciate it if you kind of help me out here with this. I, this this department of probation and everything. I mean, I, I just don't know how to explain it. You know, I don't know what to say. You know, uh, you know, I, I, you know who you are, who I'm talking about there. Uh, uh, area code two hundred three. Um, <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, you probably can't talk. That's fine. That's fine. You know, but I really was kind of hoping you would uh, help me out here with this probation. Um, we got nine oh seven there. Good. Let me get a break here because I'm trying to get part two here together. Wow. Guys, while I'm talking, I'm putting stuff together, getting documents out and everything. So I, <laughs> so I just think I'm like not mumbling here. All right, go ahead there, live caller. Hey, Joe. How you Good doing? Boy. Good. All right, what's up? Hey. <clears throat> I can see what's happening right now. Very, very plain. The DEA and the feds and the boys that you've been working for, excuse me, undercover, are going to let you hang out there, let you go to jail or whatever and stuff like that, just so you get street cred, man. They want you to have a record just so you have yeah. street creds for your undercover work. You think that's it? Don't care how you... I don't know. They don't care... I don't know. Go ahead. Well, evidently, they haven't stepped up and said, hey, you know who you're doing this to? And he's our resource. They haven't come forward to... uh, um, say how, why, or not you may have gotten fentanyl in your system. They know it. But they're keeping their mouth shut. Exactly. Because they're liable. Well, well, the other thing is, is that trying to keep keep your creds up, you know, so that uh, you're still credible and useful to them. If they come out and they say what happened, how it happened, and most likely why it happened, then you're no good to them. 
because the word will get out that you're, uh, excuse me, undercover, and nobody will deal with you if they don't come after. Excuse me, if they don't come after you to kill you. <laughs> so you see the red between the red tape too. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the DEA is going to come after you. To the other guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. How do you think it will be with me sitting inside the jail? Do you really think that it would work? You don't think my name is on paperwork? Yeah, but it's probably uh, not written down that you're a, a resource. Well, actually, no. You can get it with through your attorney through discovery. Some of the and uh, 52, 52 undercover buys in the last three years I made. Yeah. Well, you know, with that many buys, um, how many of them were from the same uh, person or group? No, 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 no. I, when I say 52, it's 52 different buys I'm talking about, different people. Uh, if you want to go that route, how many from the same people? Oh, Lord, you're talking maybe land. Uh-huh. They would average They would average three to four. They always wanted me to do trafficking uh, buys. Trafficking is 27, more, 27 grams or more. So I've always tried, that's yeah. why I said, you know, I always try to get 28 grams. So that's trafficking then, you know. So that's what yeah, they would always but, have me buy. So they, they'd have me do two or three, and then they'd go scoop the guy up. Right, but here's the thing. You're dealing with different faces, okay? But are all the different faces working for the same group or groups? No, they're different, different, different groups. Yeah. These were different bodies. Okay. One group, well, one group. Well, yeah, it was all different groups, like like that, the, like the Atwater job. That was a, was one guy, and then this house was like seven different people. I, I got it from there, um, you know. And then I remember doing another one, and uh, uh, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, there were so many, but I remember doing one in the town of Eden, uh, you know, and it was all different, different, uh, different guys, different groups, yeah. uh, different groups of but, people and individuals. Yeah, but the supplier of these uh, individuals could be the same person or same individual group. Yeah, yeah, one main guy. Um, no, I, but uh, there, but it there was a group. It was like two. Or, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. But it was, you know, the main guys. I, I, you know, we went pretty high up on the ladder of get. You know, we were we were not. These weren't dealers. These were guys who dealt weight. They call it. You know, weight. These guys. The guys I went after were were. Traffickers, you know, these weren't guys that were right. selling, you know, on the street, you know, on the street corner, you know, they didn't care about those guys. Yeah, I know. And that was but another the thing too. And that, and, the yeah, traffickers, the traffickers were getting their their stuff from someplace. Yeah, but check this out. This is one thing that really got me though, is they never like the, all these little guys that we 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 used to let them go. We you know the little yeah. guys, you know, in between guys, they'd let them go and keep dealing. You know. Well, yeah. what's up with that? You know, I mean, you know, well, they let us, they let us get bigger guys later on down the road. You know, they lead us to the bigger fish. Well, yeah, but they're still dealing, man. They're breaking the law. 
You know what I mean? Take them in. You know, you know, one, 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 I remember one car, one group. You know, they let they let him go. And I was like, why are you doing that, man? You know, I said, you got enough on him. Nah, we're going to let him go. We're going to let him ride for a couple of years, you know, or even six months. You know, what's up with that, man? They could kill people, you know? Yeah, that's true. But they're trying to go after the big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and, and, get and then the, remember get now. To, get, to the, get to the big boys and all the little boys don't have nothing to fish with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing now, let me, let me. This really feeds me into part two, really. Now of of this is where I get at. Now you're gonna understand a little bit more about why it's not healthy for me to get locked up. You know, um, at this time, you know, I I don't know where to begin on this. That's why I wish somebody would back me up. A person knows who knows this story. I don't know how to start off. Um. Oh man, I, I I just don't know how to start off where, where where this probation department down here is corrupt as hell. This guy is a this guy is a real piece of work. Um, let me give you let me tell you what kind of person I'm dealing with. My dad is on his deathbed uh, in in the state of Connecticut, and he's at, he requesting to see me, and I'm on probation for violation of the protective order for one year. Okay. Um, and he and I have to get a pass to to leave the state. And I'm a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor now. Remember, I'm a misdemeanor probation. Usually it's unsupervised, but they got me unsupervised, you know. And and so I have to get permission. So I'm trying to call this guy, and he doesn't answer the phone. He doesn't return phone calls. And I'm calling him. My dad's dying. You know, he's 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 got terminal cancer, and he's on his way out. I, I the hospice nurse is trying to call this guy and he wouldn't return the phone calls. I go to his office. He's out in the field, you know. Finally, finally, after 10 days, after the doctor, the doctor, after numerous calls from the doctor, he returns the call, and he allows me a travel pass. Well, I don't get up there in time. My dad's gone. I never get to say goodbye to my dad. He, you know, he, his last wish was to, was to talk to me, and he couldn't see me or talk to me, you know. So that's that's what kind of person I'm dealing with, you know the 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 gall and the audacity, you know of this person, and this is and this is another thing he does too. Let's check this out. Uh, you're gonna love this one. When I'm first put on probation, right? He has me come into his office on on uh, September um uh let's see the day, uh, September 21st. He has me come into his office September 21st, 2021. He has me come into his office and to sign my conditions, to agree, you know, you, because you have to agree to certain conditions. You won't use drugs. You won't do this, break any laws, you, you know, stuff like that. You know, so um, he sign, has me sign all my conditions, right? After I sign all my conditions, you know what he says to me? He goes, by the way, I got a warrant for your arrest. <laughs> so now you violated your conditions of your probation. <laughs> that's illegal. You can't do that. That's, 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 that's entrapment. That's fraud. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, it violates my rights. How could I do that? How could he do that? How could he get away with doing that? You know, he violates me. He violates me. You know, and then and, and uh, you know they 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 um that they went to bat for me on that one. They my guys did. They they uh that's why I got the 15 days actually technically. They wanted to give me 150 days in jail, 
And the, the, the DEA called the uh, prosecutor and said, no, he ain't locking this guy up. You know, he, he, he works for us. So that's why I got the 15 days originally. That was the deal I made in Superior Court. That's why I got 15-day weekends, come to find out. And now they're reneging. They're reneging the deal. They're pulling the deal back. And they, they want to give me the six They want to give me 150 days in jail. So they're pulling their deal back to state. So they're going back on the deal that they made privately. Then they're denying they ever made the deal. So that's, the pro, that's one of the problems I'm running into right now. I mean, it's just totally insane what's going on right now. I mean, and the reason why they're renting in the deal is because Joseph Gibson now is running for North Carolina House of Representatives. Because why would they violate me? Right, check this out. Why would he violate me a year and a half later? Why would he bring that back up? Why would they bring this back up now after all this time? Why would they do that? Right? Can't I mean, why wouldn't they bring it They'd be having no criminals in Congress. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, so the thing of it is, is that that you know, I I mean, I like again, you know, I'm stuck in between a rock and a hard place here. I really, I and these attorneys, they're all maggots. I mean, they they just they don't answer the phone. We got on the phone today with one, right? Oh, she agreed with me. She was all on my side. And all of a sudden today, she hung up on us. So she got a phone call from somebody to say, to, to say you know, knock it off. You're not going to help this guy out. You know? It's insane. Uh, let's see here. I agree with you on the uh, one, Joseph. Uh, I agree with you on that one, Joseph. They are bringing it up because you are running. Yeah, you can see that. I'm glad you can see that. They are. They wanted to see if I was going to run again for North Carolina NC House. That's what it was because – all this time, they've held back on, you know, they, 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 it was dead, it was dead, dead issue. It's insane, man. It's insane. I mean, so they're going to violate me. Oh, by the way, and, and I forgot to tell you, when I got arrested for the DUI, they did, they got the blood back, uh, the blood test, and uh, of course, obviously, I had drugs in my system. So now, you know, so they, they, they got the, uh, uh, let's see. The a year well how long is that? Let's see, they took the blood in April of two thousand twenty two. So you figure that's how many months? That's uh one year, that's one year and uh um let's see, um May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. That's um that's uh that's that's twenty months later. Twenty months. Twenty months, a year uh, to, to to get to, to get blood work back from the lab. That's a little bit odd, too, don't you think? You know? Yeah. Uh, all this time, yeah, 20 months for them to get blood work back. And the lawyer's been kicking the can down the road on the DUI, kicking it down the road, kicking it down the road, kicking it down the road. I'm like, what's going on in my case, man? I want this thrown out. They're telling me I'm DUI. I'm responsible. I should have known I had drugs in my system. <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah. Can you believe this? <laughs> So, so how do I, so how do I combat this? What do I do? I mean, what do I do? I, anybody, wait, uh, just like, before I go into part two of this, or or try to get to the second part of the story as best I can, any advice from anybody out there? What should I do? I mean, has anybody got any recommendations? I don't know if my live video is going either on Facebook. I have no clue. I have no clue if it's going on Facebook. Sorry, guys, I just got a message. I don't know if that's going on Facebook or not. I'll check real quick. Um, I don't think it is. 
Um, let me check here. Uh, I don't think it's going. I'm going to have to make a set. I think because I got the blog talk going. And it's not going to, it's not, um, let me check out my profile here. Um, yeah, I don't see it going. I don't see it going. So, I just don't, I don't think it, I don't think live feed is going. It says live video is starting. So, I don't think it's going. I'm going to have to make a separate, I'm going to have to make a video separate and do it, uh, do it separately, I guess. Because I show the documents and the sentencing minimus is in the video. The minimuses on the, on the sentencing say the total opposite of what they're trying to do to me, you know? So some people advised me not to do this. They were like, don't do this. Don't, uh, don't talk about this. Keep it quiet because they'll come after you. Why? Why keep it quiet? Why? What? The, what, what? I'm supposed to be in court tomorrow, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, t- I told my lawyer, get it continued. Get it continued. I, don't know I said, I got too much going on right now. So until I can figure out a game plan or or or, or a way to uh, get a, a lawyer that's going to be honest and work for me, uh, you know, because right now I've gone through three lawyers, thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. I mean, the money is just insane, you know. I mean, the custody case was $10,000, you know. I mean, it's insane, you know. I mean, the amount of money that was spent. Uh, on this stuff, they just rake you through the coals, man. I mean, you just there's no way. There's just I don't see how people. And you wonder why people don't get a fair shake in this system. You have to have money. You know, you otherwise you can't win. You can't win. I mean, I paid this guy two thousand dollars to get rid of this DUI, and nothing, nothing. He's done nothing. Yeah, he, he won't even answer the phone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's insane. You guys are criminals, man. Criminals. You know, I mean, it's straight up criminals. I mean, these are the real criminals of our of our of our uh, our um our society today. I mean, I don't like. I said again, I just don't know where to where to what to do. I mean, I'm going to continue running. I mean, and and I don't know. Maybe I'll be running with a warrant out for my arrest. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I am not guilty of a DUI. How was I supposed to? Know? How, how can I control that situation? Ain't I immune? I thought I was immune to everybody. No. I thought I was immune. Doesn't well, the Eleventh Amendment protect me? Where's Sarge at on this one? You know, doesn't the Eleventh Amendment? Well, ain't I working in my, in my official capacity? Let me uh, let me say this, okay? You. Uh, you had drugs in your system involuntarily, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put you didn't put them in there to begin with, you know, or at least Correct. deliberately. But Correct. They they were in your system, and you were driving a car. Uh, now, there is no distinction <clears throat> in the law if. If I was to grab you, knock your ass down, open your mouth, and pour uh, a quart of whiskey down you, okay, and then put you in a car and, you know, you drive away, um, you didn't drink voluntarily. You had no intentions of driving drunk. 
You did not voluntarily uh, put all that whiskey in your body, but you you were driving, and uh, you are drunk, and so, like I said, there's no dis- there's no distinction in the law of how uh, the substance got in your body. It's just that. It was in your body. There were enough people there to say. Be willful. You yeah, have to we, willfully we, do we, it. They, but there was, enough, there was enough people there to say, we found him along the side of the road in the car, in the driver's seat, and the car is running. Now, even as a drunk, I know that up here in Alaska, okay, you stop your car. You leave the keys in the ignition because you're going to sleep it off, okay, on the long side of the road or pulled off somewhere. They come in and find you, all right? You're going down for a DWI because of where you were in the car, specifically because where you were in the car, the fact that the keys were there and the car was running and the car had to get there somehow. And there's nobody else in the car. So uh, you're nailed there, you know, especially, you know. No, no. There's willful. You have to willfully do it. There has to be intent. You can't be, you cannot, you can't, you have to willfully do this to to break the statute. There has to be some sort of intent or willfulness to to do that, to break the law. You can't, you you know, you understand what I'm saying? There has to be intent. Yes, there's, and and and, but the the law is blind. You were in the, you were in the car, you were in the driver's seat, you were along the road. People stopped to check on you, um, and you were sick or whatever, and uh, you're behind the wheel. The keys in the ignition, and it's running. And no, the car it wasn't running. The of, and the car, no, and the car is in the middle of nowhere. It had to get there somehow. Yeah, no, hang on. First of all, it was parked, it was parked legally, number one, and the car was not running. The keys were not in the ignition because I don't have an ignition in my car. It's a push-button start, the new car. So so the keys yeah, were well, not in the ignition. Yeah, but... That doesn't that doesn't that really doesn't matter because if you got a key fob and a push button, that's the same as keys. Okay, yeah, that's the yeah. way you start your car, start your engine. Okay. Yeah. Um. If you know, like up here in the summertime, guy pulls off and he doesn't, it shuts down the car. Um. Uh, but it's, he still has his possession of his keys. Where the keys are in the ignition, and he's sitting in the driver's seat. Uh, the car had to get there somehow. All right. Uh, there's nobody else around. You know, a tow truck didn't drive, didn't haul it out there. You know, with you in the car, and drop you off. Um. So. But that's irrelevant. That's the irrelevant. Way, that's... The, the, only, the only way. The only way it could have got there was. Was with you, but that's reasonable you know, doubt. Your... That's reasonable doubt. You're saying the only way I could have gotten there is reasonable doubt. 
You know, how do you know I did drive that car? How do you know? There has to be doubt. There's reasonable doubt. There's no way to show. Did you, you know, I, they have to, they have to prove I was driving that car. You well, know? you know, I mean, you're sitting, you're, you're sitting in the driver's seat. Um, passengers. Yeah, but don't wait a second. Now, these people have to come to court and testify to that. Now, now that you have to get the person that came to my window now and saw me in my car. Those people and the ambulance drivers are going to have to get these people to testify to that. They're going to have to remember that specifically, you yeah. know, because it's trooper yeah. didn't come until after the fact. Right. Well, let's let's okay. put it this way. If they if they want to get you, guess what? They're going to bring oh, those yeah. people into court to testify. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. You know. Um, You're right about that. You're right about they, that, they man. Got, they got their they got their names, addresses, telephone numbers, email, all that shit. So they're they're you know they will be testifying. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I know. You know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know, man. It, it, it's a crazy situation. You see, in the video, I guess I'm going to have to do the video and show it to you guys after, because the video, I have all the documents, though. I have documents that conflict with everything that has transpired here. I have, I have actual signed documents by judges that, that you could, I have sentencing minimuses from the court clerk that are forged. They're time-stamped and forged by, by, by a probation officer. I have a court I, – I mean, let's put it this way. We called the – here's another – here's the issue number two here. Okay, remember uh, when I went to district court now, remember I told you when you appeal from district court to superior court, it's a trial de novo hearing, and you guys can look this up for yourself. Okay, when you appeal from district court and from to superior court, this execute this the the, the 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 that that verdict the judge laid down like the judge says okay I find you guilty I'm sentencing you to 24 months probation Mr Gibson Your Honor I appeal once I say appeal that wipes that probation clean it wipes the judgment clean and now you get over to Superior Court you are, you go on to the trial docket for Superior Court Well I did that and they're trying to say that the lower court sentence that he gave me is it I have today. Now I have got an extra two years probation, they're saying. No, 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 no. We made a deal. You gave me 15 days in jail. You gave me 15 days. They're saying, no, 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 no. You've got 24 months probation. I'm like, like hell I do. So now I'm in a battle right there. I'm in a battle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now how do I win that? <laughs> how do I win this? <laughs> point blank being is this is I'm going to go to jail for 150 days one way or another I can see it coming I'm going for 150 days This I don't see any way out of this I really don't and if I go to jail for 150 days I lose my house okay I lose everything because I got nobody here that's going to I mean it's going to you know who's going to pay my pay my bill keep my lights on who's going you know what I mean I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I got stuff going on. You know, I got things. You know, um, you know, I live life. Well, I'm living, hang, I'm living the life. On. You know. Hang on. Uh, Gunslinger went through uh, some of that, where he lost his house and stuff, and then wow. Rick told him he should he should have done, you know, uh, taking a couple of actions. 
that would have kept him from losing his house and, and his property and stuff while he was sitting in jail, couldn't work, couldn't make payments or any of that shit. So, yeah, isn't that something how they get you? Huh? Isn't that something how they get you? You know, like yeah. I deserve to be in jail, like I'm a criminal, you know. Meanwhile, we hear stories yeah. about people getting let off all over the country, you know. And here I am, I'm a criminal, I got to go to jail. You know what I mean? What well, did I do? I did well, nothing wrong. It, well, look at it Look at it this way, okay? As far as I'm concerned and as far as you're concerned, all the politicians that are in office now should be in jail anyway. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> so I get a head start. They're just, they're, hey, they're just, they're just uh, uh, shortcutting it on you. You know, they're going to get you before you get into office, while it's yeah. easier to get you. you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's how I see it right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to do, man. You know, I'm going to be sitting in jail for for 150 days. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've racked my brain on this. I mean, I, 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 you know. Hey, now, let me ask you this. Do you have a means to get a hold of uh, Ron Reck? Yes, I do. Outside, yeah. of, outside of Plonk Talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's on my Facebook. I can send him a message, yeah. Okay, well. Let me suggest you call Ron uh, because there are some, you know, now I'm not sure about, you know, how it would work in, in North Carolina, but there are some, yeah. some steps and stuff to go through that uh, you may go, you may have to go to jail, but. Uh, oh, I'm going. I'm going. You won't, I can you tell won't, you that right you now. Know, I, I am. I am trying to to prep it, okay? No, I know, I know, I know, so that, I know. So that you don't lose your house and your property and all of that crap. Okay? Well, well, it's more, yeah, it. yeah but my friend, listen, there's more to it than that. I got two children, you know. I lose my kids, you know. I mean, well, I'm, I can't do it, you know. I'm not doing it. Now that I think about yeah, it, you know, yeah. I mean, this is just, you know. Well... I mean, this is crazy. Anyway, I want to know how you would lose your kids other than you would uh, lose custody. Well, okay. I, I don't because we're back because we're back together, and I'm the I'm the breadwinner. I I I pay the bills. I mean, who's going to so you, you know? Okay, so so hang on. You and your girlfriend, the mother of your children. And you are back together again, right? You oh, just yeah, said that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. But, so, but this is why I'm going uh, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, but pretty much. I, I, I don't see. I, you know, the 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 uh, thing is, I don't see how you how you're going to lose your kids. Well, um, there's a lot. Well, well, let's put it this way: you're going to be in the poor. They'll be in the poor house because she's not going to be able to take care of the house. You know, I mean, where, now where's she gonna go? You know, I mean. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, you know? like I like I said, with with getting a hold of wreck, there's ways to yeah. uh, 
you know, hang on, hang on. Yeah, no, no, I know, no, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I'm gonna take your advice. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I got another caller here. Hang on, just hang on tight. Hang tight, boys. Hang on tight. I got another caller here. Go ahead, private caller. Yeah, what's see you, sorry. going on, Joe Gibson, Chewbacca, yes, yes, Chewbacca, yes. Is Sarge on duty, man? He is ordered I, to I don't know, Chewbacca. I don't know. Is that why you called? Is that why you called to find yeah, out about that? Yes, yeah, yeah, Sarge is AWOL, man. We're hitting him with an article uh, yeah. 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. I'm not too concerned about okay. that tonight, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm kind of got other things going on. <laughs> uh, what's on your you mind, know? Joe? Well, you know, I, well, I, well, if you weren't listening to the show, I, I, I can't go back all over the whole thing again. But uh, probably, probably, you probably won't hear from me for about six months. You know, why <laughs> so is that? that well, way. Oh, okay, they'll be locking well, me up. For what? Oh Lord, I can't go into the whole story again, Chewbacca. <laughs> I just went over the no, whole story well, here. Okay, well, well, let's just say, Joe, what are they accusing you of? Uh, DUI. Okay, driving under the influence. Okay, did you have any accidents, Joe? Did you harm anybody? No, no, Did you have no, any no. no. Uh, the great state of North Carolina need to do, man, they need to kick that case out of court, man, is because with the crap that's going on along the line, man. Take the probation, man. In California, they put the breathalyzer in your car, and you got to blow into yeah, it. Yeah, no, you that's drive. not an option with me. That's not an option because I'm already on probation for violation of a protective order. Uh, oh, Joe. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. yeah so, but I'm really man. not, though, technically. But I'm really not technically, though. You see, you missed the whole story. They set me up. <laughs> oh, they got something called entrapment, you know what I'm saying? And if you're oh, in yeah. Berkeley, California, you can go over there and get free legal advice, man, from UC's Berkeley oh, yeah. Law Department. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, okay. I, I, well I don't think Berkeley's going to help me out here in North Carolina, you know? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, now let me ask you this here, Joe. When you got pulled over, yep. did they pull firearms on you? No, no, no. They'd never pulled me over, Chewbacca. Okay, so wait a minute. How can you be driving under the influence, Joe, and they didn't pull you yep. over? Well, so you weren't driving <laughs> under the influence. Now, it seems to me, if you were not driving, Joe, then you were probably public intoxication. Man, I think in California, man, they just have you spend the night in jail, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You know so, but if you wasn't yeah, driving, yeah. Joe, yeah. they're hitting you with the wrong charge. You know, did, did you cuss yeah. the officer out, <laughs> Joe? Chewbacca, Chewbacca, you, you're, yeah, I understand, but really, you would understand if you heard the whole show tonight. You would get it. You'd be like, uh-huh. Because right now, I know it uh, sounds bizarre to you, but there's so yeah. much to the story that it'd be impossible. You know what I mean? Um Okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's hard for me to explain it. You know, I really wish you would have listened. I really wish you well, would have. You know? Yeah, well, I was producing my show for tomorrow night, Joe. I hear you. Uh, yeah, you know, and of course, you know, if you would like to chime in, you know, put it off in a search bar, man. Uh, hold on, let me see here. Uh, yeah, put it in the uh, chat room. Put it in the chat room. Uh, okay. And uh, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll get it out. We'll get a shout out at the end. You know. Oh, okay. the, uh, oh yeah. What it is is quite simple, Joe. 
what should we do in 2024 is the name of it. You know, I don't know. I'll be sending commissary money, canteen money. <laughs> yeah, man, we might put something on your books, Joe. We might put, yeah, I'll talk to the crew, man. We might put something on your books, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, so hit us with your booking number, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and what have you. And walking a concrete is a drag, man. It is. Hey, hey, that, but I'll be elected. Wouldn't that be something if I get elected to the office while I'm in there? Yeah, that means like Donald Trump, right? Uh, pretty right. much, and then what you could do, man, being an elected <laughs> official, you can introduce a bill in your state legislature, man, you know, to expunge the jail record yeah. and change the law and have the cop yeah. arrested for false arrest or the prosecutor oh, with a yeah. frivolous uh, They all need to be arrested down way. here, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a waste of the taxpayers' money, you know what I'm saying, on these dumbass charges and what have you, man. Why do you think I got out of gruesome Newsome State, man? You know what I'm saying? You know, and really hope that he fails in his campaign to be the president. Yeah, conservative. And you, yeah. I'm sorry, go and, ahead. And you know, yeah, and you know, man, he's just doing this, man, to groom himself for 2028. You know that, right? Now, let's look at yeah. something. In 2028, they're going to have the Olympic Games back in Los Angeles, which is California, right? Okay, so he's going to run the game. Well, I helped so much to bring the Olympics back to California, back to Los Angeles, blah, 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 you know. I know, you don't like Trump. But but let me ask you a question, though, real quick. Yeah, hang on. on. Somebody sent me a message right here. I got his number. I have his number, uh, uh. I got his number, conservative. Uh, I have his private number. I spoke to him privately uh, on in the uh, off. The, uh, yeah, I got his number. But I appreciate it though. Private number um, is this, Joe? No, no. Somebody's tasked me to get in contact with somebody off the show, and I, oh, I I've oh, got their okay. number. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. the see, I got a million show. things going on right now, like you when I'm doing the switchboard, you know. Right, I understand. Yep. Okay, Joe. So I wish you well, man, in your your uh, date in court. Hopefully, you can sue the prosecutor for a f- false accusation or what have you. Yeah, I've tried that I'm already. Saying. I've tried that, and that did that yeah. hasn't worked actually. <laughs> yeah. well, well, tried you that. running for the state? Well, you running for the state assembly, man? Try to change the laws, man. When it comes to arresting what have you, hopefully. We, we, we certainly will. I'm going to tell you that right now. We certainly will. Okay. I'm going to try my listening. best. Yes. Okay, Joe. And then if Sarge is listening, telling him, man, that we're hitting him with an Article 15, man, you know, he's not going to I will tell it, him. Man. And of um, duty, and he's ordered to report tomorrow night, 9 p.m. in his time zone to Shabaka's Black Experienced Enhanced, and that is a direct order. All right. All, All right. right. I'll tell him. Thank you. Okay. All right, Joe. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's okay. Shabaka. There's my black experience there. Shabaka's black experience there. Uh, you know, um, hope you uh, stay well out there, Shabaka. If I do get uh, kidnapped and I'm put in a concrete box for six months uh, or 150 days, whatever they want to do. Right. 150 days, that's six months, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. One about. one day is like a year, so it doesn't make a difference. I'll probably catch yeah. another two or three while I'm in there. So, you know, uh, I mean, because I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, no, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know? well, well, man, we all got a set of fingerprints and mug shots. And let me say 
this. Why is it when they take your mug shot, right, which is public record, they always show you, man, at your worst. I mean, look at Nick Nolte's mug shot when he got booked with DUI and Southern California a few years ago. Look at James Brown's mug shot, man. When he got come on, you know better George. than that. You know why? You know why? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's degrading, man. You know, for some odd reason, man, they always it want is. your worst photograph, man. I it mean, is. It, it, is. It, it really it's is disgusting. You know, it is downright disgusting. But as you know, Joe, police officers are policy enforcers as opposed to law yes, that's enforcement correct. That's correct. officials. And only electric. I've got to move I got to get I gotta to get to my second part of the story here real quick, so I've gotta get some paperwork out. But yeah, I know okay. all that already. Trust me. I'll have plenty of time to talk to with my fellow inmates about this stuff. Trust me. Okay. All you know? right. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna listen to the rest of your show. Yeah, man. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm going to just put you on silent right here because I'm going to play a sure. two-minute commercial while I get my paperwork out. I'm going to get my paperwork. Everybody who's held on, I appreciate you guys listening. Anybody else wants to chime in uh, in between or, or give me a suggestion, you can. Um, and uh, we will uh, be more – I'll be more than happy to listen to you. Uh, I appreciate the people in the chat room saying they want to uh, spread the word about my situation. Um, if you – you know, like I said, we've, I've gone over this a few times already on a couple other podcast shows, but not in fine detail like I have tonight. Um, and, uh, there's a little bit more to, to the situation and to the, uh, the, uh, problem here at hand. And I'm going to get into that actually. I'm going to try to get into a couple more details, um, and explain it the best I can. Cause documentation and documenting this is very, very important because to be honest with you, if I'm killed while I'm in there, because if you remember correctly, I was already, when they had me in there one time already, what happened to me, concussion, uh, in fact, staff affection, uh, they tied me up, beat me down. They may have a welcoming party for me when I go in there this time again, and I may not be getting out. So, uh, you know, so, again, I mean, this could happen. Um, like I said, the only thing I'm really, really worried about is, like I said, my children. You know, I mean, I'm not afraid to trust me. They want to they get me. Let's, let's go. Let's do this, man. You know, I just worry about, you know, innocent people in this, that, that shouldn't, nothing should happen to these people. You know, and that's what I'm worried about, really, because these people are dirty, rotten, filthy, rotten scum. They are filth, they are filthy, 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 lying, conniving, dirt bag, moon bat, backstabbing maggots. And the lawyers in North Carolina, you are scumbags. You are filthy, rotten dirt. You are. You lie, you swear an oath, and you lie the day you take that oath. How many times did we try calling, reaching out to these lawyers, and you get voicemails, voicemail, 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 and then they act stupid like they don't know what you're talking about. They reneged on a deal. They reneged. I got stabbed. It's the second, this, the second time now I've been screwed over by this one attorney. I'm a, and I'm going to tell you something. When I was up in Connecticut, I'm not saying I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this. But when I was up in Connecticut, I caught an outside charge when I was – this is a whole other story now. We're not going to get into that. But when I was standing before the judge, I tried to – I choked my lawyer out. I tried to kill him, actually, in the courtroom. <laughs> So he sold me. He sold me out. It was thirty years ago, and he. I turned and looked at him, looked at the prosecutor, looked at the judge. And I'm like, which one can I get my hands on? And I looked at my lawyer, and I just looked at him with that smirk, you know. 
And I just went right through for the Adam's apple. And I started choking him. And the whole car room, everybody started screaming. The judge took off. He ran through back to the back room. Prosecutor took off, ran behind the judge like that. And the, the bailiff's laughing. And the lawyer's going, I can't breathe. And I'm just choking him, man. I'm like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And, you know, I mean, I was just strangling, you know. And you know what? I got to say, he didn't press charges. He did not press charges on me. And, uh, you know, I, I got thrown in segregation for that. But uh, the Ministry of Segregation for that. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> true story, man. True story, uh, you know. But uh, I, I, I just, I tried to get them. You know, they, man, they were beating on me, man. Too those, those bailiffs, man, beating on me. Let go, let go. They didn't have tasers. They didn't have the. Uh, this is back, you know, what, man? Uh, 1991. So how many years ago is that? That's like what, 33 years? How long was that? That's a long time, man. 1991, 2001. Yeah, 30, 30, 32 years, 33 years, man. Yeah, wow, a long time. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he, his name is Charlie Thompson, the lawyer. Charlie Thompson, that was his name, from Meriden, Connecticut. Look him up. Real lawyer. And I just started choking him, man. You know, I, I mean, if I could have got to the DEA or the judge, I would have. But I just, you know, I, there was no way I could make it. You know, there was just no way. Because I was shackled, you know, so there's just no way. They didn't have me in handcuffs. Man, I just remember went right for the throat. I got him good. You know, but <laughs> I would I wanted to, I wanted to pop his head off, man. Sold me out, sold me out, man. You know, just flat out sold me out. You know, but anyway, that's not in the book either, by the way. So I, I didn't I didn't want to put that in the book. You know, I didn't think it was right, but yeah. But anyway, um, I'm gonna get these papers out. Give me two minutes, everybody. Two minutes. Play something here real quick, and um, we'll uh, I'll go back with part two of this. It'll be a quick part. A really quick part here about the um, probation and uh, these these maggots here and how they're selling me out and me, uh, your representative here, will probably be in jail. So that's what it's looking like. I'm going to be sitting inside the uh, um, Rockingham County Jail where they've already tried to kill me once. So, hey, you know, it's going to maybe happen again. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. Presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh! The English are too many. Yes, I've heard. Killed men by the hundreds. And if you were here, 
He consumed the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his heart. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? and you may die. Run, and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your bed, many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the day from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take all right everybody okay i just want to try to get this second part here uh uh, real quick here, uh, so because there's some gaps into the story that we really need to fill, fill up, but I want to just read off something to you right here. This is the um, um, uh, financial status inquiry here where I all the fines I paid. And I want you to listen to this list, right, this list of, of what I paid when, and court costs when I, you know, because I paid all my court costs and fines and fees and, uh, you know, uh, what, what they what, what they required me to pay. For for this um, for these, this that that charge uh, for for violation of a protective order, um, this is what this is what they, this is what they this is what they charge here. This is a list right here. Well, you've got the um, uh, probation fee, okay? The the probation fee, which is thirty dollars, okay? J- uh, judicial tech and and faculty, four dollars. Uh, indigent defense fee, two dollars. Uh, state, uh, um, uh, they take your DNA now when you're arrested for this. State DNA fee, two dollars. I had to pay for that. Um, uh, another probation supervision fee, four hundred and eighty dollars. Um, install plan fee, twenty dollars. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, it goes, and then it says fines, one hundred dollars, and it says CO jail fees, ten dollars. CO officer fees, $40. CO uh, faculty fee, DC, whatever that means, $12. Um, let me see, uh, what else here we got? Um, LDO training and certification fee, whatever that means, $3. Um, it says, uh, uh, um, um, oh, you'll love this one. Ju- ju- clerk to judge telephone call, $4. Um, uh, clerk, um, filing fee, $40. Um, let's see, uh, um, trans, tra- uh, excuse me, court trans type fee, uh, $8. Um, 
Let's see here. And then he um, remarks, <laughs> remarks, existence fee, whatever that means, um, one hundred and twenty-six dollars and twenty-six cents. Whatever this means now. Now I go to page two. Um, appointment fee, seventy dollars, and court T R C H fee, nine dollars. <laughs> Yeah, man, there's no lie. Print out here. And then uh, altogether, the total I paid was $1,780.50. That's what I paid. I paid that on August 30th, 2022. I paid that. <laughs> Incredible, huh? Huh? What do you think about that, folks? What do you think about that? That's what I paid. Now... I paid that on August 30th. There's a reason why I paid that on August 30th. Because, let's see here, my case that I was, let me on, there's one file here I didn't get. My case that I was originally charged with here, which it says right here, North State of North Carolina, Rockingham County, docket number 20, CRC 53139. Okay? It says, it appearing that the above defendant was placed on probation from the Honorable James A. Grogan. All right. It says, Judge holding this court on August 31st, date August 2021, for a period of 12 months. And further appearing that 12 months, it says, has ended. So now, therefore, having satisfactorily completed this period and the period of probation, as ordered by the court, the Division of Adult Corrections, Community Corrections, hereby releases the defendant from further probation, supervision. Now, pursuant to North Carolina General Statutes uh, 13-1, all rights and privileges of citizenship, which that were forfeited, are hereby uh, uh, re reinstated. So, so, and also it goes into firearms here, of course, because I had to give up my firearms, uh, my firearms permit. I had to uh, uh, forfeit those. And it says here the, the right to vote and stuff like that. Everything is restored. As it says, all my rights are restored as of July 27th, 2022. All right. So my firearms, everything's been restored. So now I'm allowed to carry a gun again, and now I'm allowed to have my permit. And uh, I get everything back, and all my rights are restored. That's what it says. Thank you. After pa after paying the $1,000, of course, $1,780. Isn't that nice, folks? Huh? And I have those documents. So I'm going to try to make a video later on tonight. Cause I, I'm probably be awake all night doing research, getting ready for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to try to make a video with these documents and post them, all these documents. I'm going to try to set something up like a case, really. And present this because I want this documented because when I'm killed um, or I'm murdered and uh, um, I, I, I want hopefully some people will take kind to remember this video and uh, pursue justice, you know, um, and, and where it's due, you know, um, and, and, you know, make these bastards pay, pay dearly, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Or I'll be marked on the on the uh, you know one other name of patriots that have been murdered uh, by the system, and then when the republic is restored fully, or you know if there's ever a revolution, you know uh, my name will be remembered. You know, uh, hopefully, high hope. Well, you know I don't know, but uh, you know 
I mean, whatever happens here on Earth, it won't matter anymore anyway to me. So, but uh, you know, uh, I, I won't rest peacefully, you know, uh, knowing that justice wasn't done. You know, so uh, and I'm sure there's many, many, many other people out there that have gotten it worse than me, who have been wronged by the system, who who want justice, you know, and who have have uh, begged for justice, or or who have. You know, again, this could happen to you one day down the road. This, you know, the system can get you and or a family member. And who are you going to call? You know, there's fewer people out there anymore that will help. You know, how many people will come to your aid and help you? You know, it, the, 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 the list is dwindling of people who will stand up and fight and fight for what's right. You know, I mean, you just heard that little thing there I just played, right? Dying in your beds many, many years from now. You know, what would you do? Wouldn't you like to look back and, and say, wouldn't you like to have just one more chance? You know, one chance, you know, to tell these bastards that they, you know, they could take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom, you know? Wouldn't you like to have that? I mean, wouldn't you like to be on, be on the battlefield? I mean, wouldn't you like to have that chance? You know? That's what I'm saying right now. You're not taking my free. You're not taking it from me, man. You know, no way. No way. No. You know, so... And they'll kill you. They'll kill you, man. They don't care. It's a $50 speeding ticket. They will kill you. They will shoot you a hundred times. It don't matter. It don't matter what color you are either. They will kill you. Okay? And sometimes it doesn't even matter how much money you got. They'll still kill you. All right? So this is our republic. This is what we have now. This is what the founders gave us. This is what we... No, it's not. That's not what the founders gave us. But this is what we have now. How many of you are proud of that? Because I'm damned ashamed. And I'm, it's not something new I've been preaching and talking about all these years. I mean, I've been saying the same thing for a long time now. And I always said one day it can happen to me when I stick my neck out too far. Well, it's happened. You know, here I am. You know, I mean, I'm not afraid. You know, I mean, this it's no place I haven't been before. You know, I mean, I've been I've been the roughest places in this country. You know, I was I was up in a supermax, supermax in Connecticut, hardest time a person can do, the most violent prison in, probably in the, on the East Coast. You know, so what? You know, but I was telling a friend earlier on today. You know, I'm not that young kid no more, man. I, I mean, I may be. You know, going to the gym where I'm not, you know, maybe have skill or knowledge, but, you know, I'm not in the shape I once was, you know, when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, man. You know, I can't, you know, get slammed to that my head on the ground, you know, and get right back up and, you know, he slammed me on the ground now. I don't know. You know, I'm getting old, man. You know, I can't bounce around like I once did. You know, I can't, I can't throw a left hook as fast as I once did. You know, I can't head bunch you like I once did. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm not that like that guy no more. 
You know, I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not that crazy young kid anymore. I was a wild, wild, wild young guy. I mean, I did a lot of things. I mean, (laughs) you know, I mean, what I did back years and 30, 35 years ago, I just told you I choked out a lawyer. I mean, you know, I was crazy like that, you know, I mean, you know, but, but, you know, everything I did was, you know, I had, there was a code of honor, you know, he still had honor, he still had respect, you know. You gave you get you give respect you get respect. That's how I lived, and that's how people I grew up with lived. Today, there's none of that. There's no honor amongst thieves today. These people, these inmates in the jails, and everything, they got no honor. You know, these these punks nowadays got no. They don't know how to. You know, it's 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 just terrible. The system we have now. There's nothing. There's nothing. Even the good guys aren't good. They've become so terrible and corrupt. It's not even funny. Look what they're doing to me, forging court documents, forging them, forging them. You know, I got the forged documents right here, right here. Now, let me go over my sentence for you so I can fill in the gaps here real quick. Here. Let me so you can understand this, okay? And this is why I have documents, too, in black and white. I told you the whole story, why and what and things happened the way they did. But this was my sentences. I told you how I said hello to my son in the hallway, and I got charged for violation of protective order. That was one of them, one of them. After the one year expired, too, by the way, uh, protective orders are only supposed to last for one year, according to the statute, and they decided to make it as long as they want. Took that one to the North Carolina Supreme Court. They probably never even read the damn thing. I got shot down. So you have no rights. But anyway, um, I was sentenced again on August 31st, um, 2021 to 12 months probation, okay? And that's for sending a text message uh, to the mother of my children, which is a violation of protective order, and for saying hi to my son in the hallway of the courthouse. That's violation of protective order, okay? They actually charged me for, with two that day. They, they hit me with a criminal summons two that day because I argued with the sheriff about that. So they hit me with two that day. And I got dismissed one of them, all right? On, on uh, September 21st, uh, I was going to the probation officer for the 12 months to get my conditions signed. So you got to agree to your conditions. You got to turn over your firearms. You know, you got to do all this, and you know, you got to you know be a slave basically. And uh, they hit me with another warrant for violation of protective order again. Okay. And the, the reason why I got charged with this one, you're going to love this one, everybody. You're going to love this one. You're just going to love it, man. You're going to love it. I mowed the grass of my um, um, son's mother's house where she was staying temporarily. I cut the grass there. So that violated the protective order. The protective order actually had expired. I thought it had expired. Well, it said it expired on the page on the paper I got, but they make up their own documents and rules, so... Um, it was May 26th when I cut the grass. The protective order said it expired May 11th, but they still charged me with it anyway, and I fought it, and I still lost. Okay. So anyway, I um, I got um, a violation of probation and violation of protective order. I go to court November 2nd. I take it to trial. I explain everything I just explained to you. I'm found guilty. The trial is before a judge, not a jury. So I appeal it to Superior Court. I go to Superior Court. January 13th, a deal was made. I'm given um, 15 days weekends to do in the jail, okay, and continue my probation. The sentence is modified. 
All right? It says it on the paperwork. Sentence modified, continue probation. That's what it says on the sentencing minimus time stamp from the court clerk. Okay, now, I'm doing my work here, my thing, undercover work, blah, blah, blah. I get a DUI. Okay? The DUI, I'm charged with the DUI. I think it was April 13th or April 12th, somewhere around there. It happened on a Friday. Um, I get the DUI. Probation officer doesn't violate me for violation of probation. He says, no, you got to be convicted before I can violate you. That's what he tells me. Well, I've still got 15 days left to do in the, in the, in the um, county jail for the week for that sentence, right? Now, listen to this one. My father passes away in June, two months after I get the DUI. I told you that story already. I come back. I thought I did my all my time, my 15 days. I thought I was done. You know, a lot was going on anyway at that time. Um, probation officer said, no, you still got two days left to do. I said, no way, man. Well, he says, you got to do the two days. And I said, all right, screw it. I'll do two days. What the hell? What the hell's two days, man? All right, I'll do it. I go to the jail to do the two days, turn myself into the jail. The jail don't let me in. He said, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, man. You just can't. You know, they don't let me in. What do I do? What do I do? I'm ordered. I'm under court order to do my two days, right? What do I do? I go out to the parking lot. I call my probation officer. He don't answer the phone. They never answer the phone. So I go home, right? And he violates me. <laughs> I don't even go to court for this violation. I screw you, man. I'm not even going. I hire a lawyer to vacate the warrant. And uh, they say do the two days, and your probation is terminated. You're all done with your probation. Your one year is done. I do the two days. Now they're saying, no, you still have 24 months probation. From where? From where? From where? But not the case that I appealed, I hope. Is that what you're saying? Because that's de novo. That's, oh, that's gone. I did 15 days for that. That's what I'm fighting right now. That's what I'm fighting I'm up against right now. They're saying I owe 24 months probation. And I say, no, I don't. And I've got the paperwork that says I don't. But they say I do. It doesn't matter if I got paperwork, right? It doesn't matter if I got transcripts, right? They say I don't. They say I do. I say I don't. The The line in the sand has been drawn. What do you think? I mean, anybody here want to comment on that? Because the line in the stand is drawn. So, kind of strung you along a little bit there, but I'm not going to jail. I'm not turning myself in. I will not go to jail. So, that's it. Period. I've got the paperwork that backs me up. that says I don't have that time. Now, I've got a document from the probation officer, but he screws up. He modifies my sentence behind my back, and he signs the judge's name. Okay, I wish you could see this. The signature looks just like my probation officer's signature, not the judge's signature, because I have a copy of the judge's signature on my sentencing minimus too, but not the one that, that, that this one. So I got him on corruption. I got him fault forging court documents. So, you know, I got him on that, and he knows it. So the line in the sand is drawn. I'm not doing it. Now, let me read something here real quick. A paragraph here. It's a paragraph. I want, you to read, I want to read to you the law on this appeal stuff so you know. 
I'm not bullshitting you. All right. All right, here it goes, right here. Number one, Superior Court. When a misdemeanor conviction is appealed from district court for trial de novo, okay, that's me, the Superior Court may conduct a new trial on the convicted offense or any lesser included offense, or the court may accept a guilty plea to the convicted offense, a lesser included offense, or a related charge, CGS 7A 271B. The defendant must give notice of appeal in district court, either orally in open court or in writing within 10 days. Okay? If the conviction in district court resulted from a plea agreement in which any changes were reduced, dismissed, or modified, the superior court has jurisdiction to, tr- to, uh, 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 to those cha- charges in the form to, to the extent that they substituted, excuse me, uh, I can't pronounce that word, I'm sorry, in district court, immediately before the entry of the plea agreement, the originally originally charged offenses, and that's in parentheses, rather than just the offenses of conviction under the plea. As, and then they go into uh, the repeal laws as of December 1st, but that don't apply to me. Um, This is, that's December 1st, uh, 2013, that don't apply to me. Is, uh, all right. So that's how it works in North Carolina. Now, it also works with the appellate court. Now, you may say, I thought you had an appellate court down there. Well, the Court of Appeals has jurisdiction to review the decisions of the several courts of the General Court of Justice, along with the decisions of various administrative agencies. Upon matters of law or legal uh, inference, in accordance with the statutes, in criminal cases, appeal lies of, the appeal lies of right directly to the Court of Appeals from any trial judgment in Superior Court other than a guilty plea. So that means when I go to Superior Court it has to go, and I appeal, I have to go to the Appellate Court, okay? It's very important. No interlocutory appeals. Appeals from interlocutory orders, such as the court's ruling on a motion to suppress the evidence, are generally not allowed since those do not constitute a final judgment in the case. There are isolated exceptions which allowing for appealing a superior court's uh, reversal of a district court's dismissal of charges and a discretionary writ of certiorari seeking review of an interlocutory order. Okay, so finally, the Court of Appeals has authority to exercise jurisdiction on matters such as writs, habeas corpus, and writs of certiorari or to exercise supervision and control over the trial courts as needed in aid of the Court of Appeals' own jurisdiction. So basically, uh, blah, 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 blah. If you don't understand anything about the law, that don't mean nothing to you right there. Okay, so you would never get it. You're not going to get it. So to back that up pretty much, all right, is that it was a trial de novo. And I went to Superior Court, like I told you, and uh, I was sentenced to 15 days. He modified the sentence. So what's the problem here? Where is this 24 months coming from? How can they prove this? They can't. But what am I going to do, man? What am I going to do? I wish I was able to put this on video right now with everything I just explained because I could show you the papers and put them up with the signatures. And these are the writs. And these are, this is the evidence here that will free me or can go to my grave with me. It shows that I'm innocent. I am innocent, I'm not guilty, and I don't have 24 months, folks. 214, I'm going to take 214. Go ahead. 
<clears throat> yeah, I is gunslinger. Hey, what's up? Well, I'm not here and there. Everything going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> but what's new? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, sure. what's new, right? Uh, yeah, what's new? Here's a little couple little three paragraphs I'd like to read. It's a very right. chilling situation. <clears throat> it's called a right. visitor from the past. Called a visitor from the past. Said I had a dream the other night. I did not understand. A figure walking through the mist with a flintlock in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by my bed. He took off his three-cornered hat, and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure our liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave. In this, the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedom we secured for you, we'd hope you'd always keep. But tyrants labeled, labored endlessly while your parents were asleep. Your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave. In this, the land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel. And a permits to own a gun, permits to start a business, or to build a place for one. On land you believe you own, you pay a yearly rent, although you have no voice in choosing how the money spent. Your children must attend a school that does not educate. Your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about the current news in a regulated press, and you pay a tax you do not owe to please the IRS. Your money is no longer made of silver or gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. You pay for crimes that make our nation turn from God in shame. You've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You've given government control to those who do you harm so they can padlock churches and steal the family farm. You and keep our country in debt. Put men of God in jail. Harass your fellow countrymen while corrupted courts prevail. Your public service don't uphold the solemn oath they sworn. Your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. Your leadership artillery and guns to foreign shores, and send your sons to slaughter to fight other people's wars. Can you regain your freedom for which we fought and died? Or don't you have the courage or the faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you will fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? O oh, sons of the Republic, arise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of the land. Preserve our great republic and teach each God-given right. And pray to God to keep the torch of freedom burning bright. <clears throat> that's that pretty good. In. That's pretty Let good. that sink in. Yeah. Tell me. That was real. Every bit of it is true. Every bit of it is true. We're not afraid yeah. in this country. <laughs> We're not free in this no. country. You kidding me? That's a fucking illusion. You think yeah. we're free in this country? 
<laughs> it's yeah. a joke. I hate to say it. It's a joke. Say a joke. I know, man. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today, you know, and I get frustrated with him, in a, you know, in a way. You know, he says, you know, well, what can you do? You know, uh, you know, as long as I – all I can do is live my life and, and uh, you know, as long as I'm doing right and uh, trying to do what – you know, but that that doesn't cut it anymore, man, all that, I'm as long as I'm doing the right thing. You know, I mean, look where the mess we're in. We can't just do the right thing anymore. We have to – and he says, well, you know, we, we're not going to change anything. We're not going to save anything. We're not going to restore anything. You can't have that attitude, man. That's that's a defeatist attitude. You can't do that. That's wrong. I'm sorry. That's wrong, man. You gotta you got to fight and stand up. You have gotta stand up for what's right. I mean, well, you know, and you know, regardless. I mean, it's, I mean, I just don't know how to say it. I mean, if people disagree with me out there, please tell me. You know, where do you draw the line in the sand? What do you do? Well, you know, where do you say enough is enough? You know, when it happens to you, when your family member's gunned down, when you're arrested, when do you say enough is enough? You know, I mean, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I appreciate the people in the chat room, uh, you know, saying you're going to uh, promote, you know, try to get the word out and, uh, you know, do shows about this and talk about my case. And, and I am a candidate here in North Carolina, so you'll get me, we can get media attention. On this, you know, I mean, I'm going to give a statement to the press tonight. I'm going to type something up. <clears throat> so I'm pretty sure they're going to want to interview me, you know. So, I mean, because, you know, I'm a candidate. I'm just going to be a warrant out for my arrest probably. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I mean, this is crazy. It's insane. insane. I've done nothing wrong. Nothing. I've hurt nobody. I did not hurt anybody. I did not, you know, I didn't miss any appointments. I have done nothing wrong. You know, I mean, it's insane. I just don't know what what else to say on on it. I just don't know how to say it. You know, uh, that was good, Gunslinger. They're saying in the chat room that was good. Yeah, I mean, that was good. That was good. Uh, that was pretty good. Where did that come from, by the way? Where's that written at? Where people can get a copy of that? Just Google a visitor from the past. Put that a good visitor from the past. Okay. Yep, a visitor right. from the past. I don't know who they yeah. don't know oh, who, who wrote it. It was just a, it's an unknown yeah. uh, who okay. wrote it, but it, it, yeah, well, yeah, it had to be. Otherwise, he'd be he'd be sitting with the January Sixers, you know. That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah, it is true. You know, it is a terrible, terrible situation that 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 we have allowed this country to get into a garbage pen box to use the words lightly it's absolutely amazes me i'm 59 years old be 60 years old next month okay i have never seen the situations that are going on in this country i mean 20 years ago this crap was unheard of yeah they still had corruption yeah of course you're always going to have corruption yeah, yeah. no doubt about that yeah but the height they're not even hiding it anymore they're in your face and saying, we're going to screw you, turn around, and bend over. Yeah. That's exactly what I was doing. shocked today. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked today when a lawyer that I hired hung up on me. Yeah. I was yeah. shocked that they took the side of the state. They took the side of, they're supposed to work for me. They're supposed to fight for me, I thought. They took the side think? of the enemy. 
<laughs> Have you ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, look here. <laughs> oh, and on his website, he says, hire me, I'll fight for you. <laughs> Lawsmith, everyone. Lawsmith. Scott Smith. Lawsmith. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and in Greensboro. Well, That's who that attorney is, everyone. <laughs> the, a criminal. The uh, <laughs> the entire judicial system in this country is a complete failure. It's just like the war on drugs is a complete failure. The war on yeah. guns is a complete failure. These How do you declare war on your own people? How do you declare war on your own people? Have. They have. They have. They have declared war on the American people. That's what it, that's the only thing it boils down to. Are they helping things? Oh, listen, hang on, Gunslinger, uh, Gunslinger, uh, hang on. Everyone, everyone, we're going into overtime here. So if you want, if you hang up, you won't get back in. If you want to call in, do it now, 657-383-0616. I don't know where Sarge is tonight. Hey, well, he don't call into my show no more, I guess. He hasn't called in for a while. Usually I get him, you know, reciting to me here, but I don't know where he is, so that's one person. I, You know, I don't know where he's disappeared to, but he's usually always on my show. He has been for the past year, <laughs> but he's disappeared, so I don't know. Um, but I appreciate everybody that has called in here tonight and has tuned in and are listening in the chat room. You know, um, and I, yeah, man, archive it. I'll be murdered. I could be murdered. I'll let you know that. I'm. Mean, there's no joke. It's no joke, man. It's happened to me before. I survived by literally within one inch of my life. <laughs> by my, that's what the doctor said, and they cut my throat open. You survived within literally an inch of your life. <laughs> an inch by, by my jugular. It came a quarter of an inch from my jugular. You know, I bled to death. You know? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's just, like you said, this is it, – it's, it's, it's a crying shame that this country – has bowed down to this. And remember, it's not America that's bad. America is the greatest country that was ever conceived since the start of the planet. It's the government is yeah. giving America a bad eye, a black eye. It's a government. It's, yeah. not, it's not America's fault. It's the government's fault. They're the ones that's got their creepy little, their creepy little tentacles you know, like an octopus or whatever, into every faction of life. Everything they want to control. I got a 505 here. I got a 505 gunslinger. Not to cut you off here, but uh, no, finish your point. I just want to let 505 know I see you with your hand up. Go ahead, finish your point, gunslinger. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just they have their tentacles in everything. I mean, you can't walk out your door without committing some type of crime. Okay, according to the state, just like was in that in that my little the little saying there, according to yeah. the state. Okay, yeah. You know, it's like the old saying goes. You know, I I live in Texas. Okay, it's one of the thank God it's one of the gun friendliest states in the United States. Okay. Yep. And I like meet Mister Texas, but you know what? It doesn't exist. Mister Texas does not exist. It's like Mr. Alabama doesn't exist, or Mr. New York doesn't exist. It only exists on paper, you know, the stuff that's yeah. made out of wood, because it's yeah. called a corporation. A corporation in real 
does not exist. We exist. We live. We breathe. We got blood in us, okay? We're living carbon-based life forms. Corporations yeah. are not. They're just on paper. A whim. Yeah. Or somebody writes down. Boom. But yet that piece yeah. of paper controls your very freaking life. Now put that, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Hey. Let me, let, me, let me connect five. Let me connect five oh five gunslinger. I'm waiting. I don't want to wait too long. Cause we are in overtime. Uh, go ahead, there five oh five. I don't know who this is. So this is Robert. <laughs> and I'm glad. Hey, Robert, hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm glad you didn't stop him because he's got some good points there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and that was so good what he what he wrote what what he brought there that what that. Uh, uh, a poem, I guess you could say, poem of doom. <laughs> Our country's in doom. Yeah. You know, I mean, what you, what's your opinion, Robert? What's your opinion on it, what I've said so far tonight? I wish I could give more. It's hard to say. It's hard to talk about yourself, and it's hard to break everything down. You know, when, you know, it's hard to go into details. You know, it's very difficult. But you know, what do you think thus far of what I've said? I mean, what well, do you think my you know, future is? <laughs> everything that you've said has. You know, it's like I was saying in the chat room earlier, and, and Sally agrees, as many shows as we can get to talk about this would be better because, yeah. the, you know, like, like my show doesn't have that many people who listen, but there are people who listen to it that are different from who listens to yours. And doing it that way, yeah. you can get more and more people to know what's going on because this is wrong. This is pure evil. It's just like Sally said, this is pure evil and yeah. it has to be stopped it does i mean who's i mean like like yeah because it could be you next it could be a family member you don't know i mean i'm not saying that you're going to go out and work undercover for the dea but what i'm saying is that you can you can you can get jammed up another way yeah i know absolutely. you know especially here in new mexico with our governor who's now trying to do uh uh, executive orders to get rid of all of our guns. This is ridiculous. Wow. You know, and, and yeah. if somebody does not stop this, all of this will be our fault because we have the power to stop it. If we would just stand up and start talking about it and start doing stuff. Yeah. 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 Activism. Peacefully. I'm not telling anybody to go out there and break the law. I'm not telling anybody to do that. You know, I, I, but peacefully, peacefully, we can still, the law is still on our side, Robert. We still, I mean, not yeah. on our side, you know what I mean? It's still there for us to use, you know? But the longer we wait, the less of that law is going to be on our side. There's one, yeah, because there's they're, one problem. They're, they're taking it away from us increment by increment, daily by day. You know, it's, it's, and as long as we allow this, it's just our, our freedoms are just going to disappear. That's all there is to it. And, uh, yeah. you know, if you wanted to go back to the 1950s, they were almost 100% more free then than we are now. Oh, yeah. I know. Here's something you can add to that, too, as well. Okay. What all right. Is, let's go back. Let's go all the way back to the founding fathers, okay, of, the, of this great country, of America. What did the founding fathers use against the British? You know, they left the king over there. You know, 
the king of England over there. They left it because he was tired of their bullshit. Same thing that's going on today right now. Okay? <laughs> but they left. Yeah. They left. They left to a new country. So we're in the very soil that we're standing on right now. And what did the yeah. British do? They followed them over like little sick little puppy dogs. Okay? I know. They did. Well, yeah. We're going to set up now. Well, the finding father said, <laughs> no, don't think so there, buddy. Okay? We left you to get away from your bullshit. Okay? And we came over here. Do we want to be left alone? Leave us alone. But what did the British do? Did they leave them alone? No. What did they have no. to do? They had, unfortunately, used that little thing called violence. In some aspects and in some situations, right. violence works. Okay? Yeah. And people say, oh, yeah. violence don't work. Hell, it don't work. Tell that to the founding fathers. Tell me that violence doesn't work when the founding fathers said, get the freak out of here or we shoot you. Tell me Amen. it didn't work. Amen. Tell me yeah. it didn't work. It did, it did work. Okay, and unfortunately, it may have to work again one day. Yeah. I don't know when. We may see it. We may not see it in our lifetime. I don't know. But the everything is pointing, all the indicators, the, you know, the C the and the handwriting on that wall right over there is pointing that direction. It's pointing that direction. It because it they is. don't want to give up. They don't want to give up their power base. They're, I, I like to call them control freaks because that's what they are. Let me ask you a question. This, let me ask you a question, Gun, <clears throat> Let me ask you a question, Gunslinger. I don't. I don't know if it was you they were talking about. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. Uh, uh, but did you like get jammed up and uh, or or somebody you know get jammed up at one time and lose pretty much everything? You know. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you know, it's up to you. I, well, it was, it was probably me, because I, oh, okay. <laughs> I was in that same situation. Okay. Okay. Because right. of, I'm, I'm, disabled. I'm, I'm disabled. Okay, because I've got a rare bone condition that I had to quit in '97. Okay, because it, it it progresses with age. Unfortunately, lucky me, it's even registered in the world's most rarest bone or disease database. I looked it up. Oh, wow. It was there. <laughs> lucky, lucky ass me, huh? But I had to quit my trade. I was a master electrician, electrical engineer, okay, 20 years in the field. Uh, but because of that, I couldn't make the taxes on my property, okay, $5,000 a year <laughs> on 10 acres. Or actually, it was five acres left. So this and that and here and we went blah, blah, blah. And my niece sucked me out of a quarter-million-dollar estate, put me on the road, put me on the street, and laughed about it. Wow. We didn't do shit. There, I, we went up there and met with the, uh, with the blonde bitch up here, up here in Dallas County, the Dallas County District Attorney. Oh, there's not enough evidence there. Bullshit. I've got a goddamn folder over there in my file cabinet right there. It's a foot thick of documents where it says, I'm right, they're wrong. Did they take the case? No. No, they didn't take the case. It was too hot of a potato. That potato was a hot son of a bitch, let me tell you. And all they had been, they had they, they sent the army down there to get me. 
15 cops. Wow. Yep, 15 cops. I remember one. we were sitting in the uh, squad car, sitting up there on the, on the road, and two of them was walking down my driveway with fully automatic machine guns. Yeah, wow. over taxes. Over taxes. And wow. you say that you own property in this fucking country? Bullshit. Quit paying your ground rent. And you find out how much you really own property. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. I had a I had, well, I had a machine gun. Yeah, I had a machine gun in my fucking face when they raided the, the my property over there. Okay, to throw me out. Yeah. Wow. Lovely, greatest country in the world. And that cop, I remember that cop. He was a Dallas uh, Dallas uh, constable. Dallas County Constable. After we got over, or after I we got over here where I'm at right now, it was about a year later, I was looking on the news, and it said that uh, this constable uh, was killed in a head-on collision in Rockwall, Texas, which is just north, uh, northeast of Dallas up here. Showed a picture of the guy. And you know what? It was that son of a bitch that was putting that gun in my face that time. You know what I did? I Good for you. Good for you. I said, you son of a bitch. I said, you son of a bitch. You got what you deserve, boy. Kicking yeah. a disabled person out of their own home of 44 years and into the street wow. and laughing. Everything wow. I had stolen. My uh-huh. dad was a master electrician. We had, we had buildings. We had, oh my god! It was, it was <clears throat> long story short. Yeah, I know, I know. And oh, it, I know, I know. It's got to be hard. I know. You know, yeah. I know. It's rough. I know it's rough even talking about it. You know, because because I'm yeah. I'm facing the same situation. I can only imagine. I can only imagine the pain. You know, of working your whole yeah. life <clears throat> to have it all taken working away from you. <laughs> Working your whole life, your your mom and dad built. They built that house over there that I grew up in. I mean, wow. they built it with their own hands. Thirty four hundred square foot house. Okay, and gee whiz, because of the court system. Well, well, we don't want to hear it. We'll just do it. Bank's right. You're wrong. Get the fuck out. We'll get some other dumbass in there that can goddamn pay the money. Okay, that's yeah, what it boils yeah. down to. I wasn't able to pay the money. And it was too late. I mean, it wasn't too late, but that screwed me out of uh, my uh, tax deferment. Yeah, I had papers filed that I had that, that my tax deferment was approved, but the fuckers didn't do it. They didn't honor it. I've got and I paperwork. Lost that whole property. It's like me, gunslinger. I've got yeah. paperwork. I got paperwork signed by the clerk, by the clerk and the judge. That say the opposite of what now they're saying. You know? I mean, come yep. on, man. <clears throat> they, oh, you, you need to hire a lawyer, yeah. sir. That's what they say. You need to hire a lawyer, sir. Yeah, you need to hire a lawyer. I got it stamped, notarized, witnessed the whole freaking nine yards. Still got screwed out of it. Welcome, yeah. to, welcome to the United States, not welcome to America. Welcome to, well, I guess you could say America spelled with a K. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. I do hire a lawyer, and he agrees with me, the lawyer. He agrees with me. Oh, gun ho And all of a sudden, mysteriously, he changed his mind. 
You yeah. don't see it that Jane's way anymore. No, we don't see it. <laughs> yeah, tell me somebody didn't pay him off or yeah. talk to him oh, yeah. privately. Yep. Just, yeah, six months in jail. You got to be out of your mind for nothing, for saying hi to my son in the hallway. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, okay. I spent nine. I, I spent nine months in jail. Over it. I spent nine months. I could have had a kid, for God's sakes. I spent nine months in jail over that bullshit. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I've never, I've never seen anything so insanity that this country, like I said, has sloped, stooped this low, and that's pretty low. That's lower than a pregnant piss that? ant. Can you picture that? I mean, I mean, I'm in echo unit or whatever in the prison, right? With some guy next door to me doing life. Hey, what are you in for? Oh, I said hi to my son in the hallway at the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whoa, you're bad. You bad. You bad. Oh, my God. Bad. Oh hey, folks, is that what jails are for? That's what jails are for? That's what the jails yeah. are for now? And and, and people got the, and people got the, you know what I mean? I mean get the hell out of here, man. You gotta be crazy. Yeah. This is insane. You gotta put me in there. Put me in there for something worth it. Then that's how I see it. You know. Yeah. Screw it. You know. I mean, yeah. You, you, if you're if you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. You gotta stand up for what's right. You just have to. You know. It's just way that only proves that, that that only proves that these people are evil. You want to see yeah. evil? What they did to you is evil. What they did to me is evil. That is yeah. pure, demonic, evil, possessed people is what they are. Yeah. Handcuff me. Handcuff me. Handcuff me to a grate in the floor for 17 days. 17 days. Yeah. You know? Crazy, man. Yeah. I got to come out with a concussion. I got a concussion. Where, how did I get that? How did I get that? I didn't come into jail with it. You know? I mean, come on. I need to see a, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote help and blood on the, on the wall. <laughs> At one point. It's maddening, man. It's maddening. It drives you crazy. You know, you, you, you picture that. I mean, what would you do? I mean, I was went nuts. You know? I <laughs> mean, it was crazy, man. Well, I mean, look at all. Yeah. Look at all the people that were arrested the January sixth debacle. Oh, that was a debacle. Oh, I know. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, horror stories coming about them. And, yeah, and then a lot of them are still in jail. Oh, segregation. Oh, yeah. Nothing. We're nothing. What was that nothing. guy out here? Fit, fit, uh, Fitman. Oh, out here with the uh, oh hell! It was the guy. The, the the government murdered that guy when they was uh, oh out there in Arizona, was it? It was Arizona. Oh, what was that deal about that about the land deal out there? Oh yeah, I remember. It was in Oregon, I thought. Uh, yeah, it's so a big. They you know the they. Hey, they had the big battle over the the, the cattle ranchers, uh, the, the grain yeah. of cattle. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Cinnamon. I know what you're talking about. They, yeah, they killed yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, they killed his ass. They murdered his ass. Right there. Some video. I. 
Yeah, so they got his own video. They video their own his own murder. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? Hmm. What is? Shit. I'm lost for words. I really am. Uh, I am. Too. I don't know. I am too. I am too. I'm, too. No. I'm completely lost for words. I'm never. Wow. Just, just absolutely flabbergast me. Uh, yeah. Ron Rex said he's going to be doing his show at 11. So, um, everybody, I guess you want to tune in there. I appreciate everybody that did the tune in. Anybody want to make a comment here at the end? Press 1. Uh, I'm going to try to make a video here later on so I can put the evidence up on the screen so everybody can see it. And uh, this way, if anything happens to me, if I'm murdered or killed, and trust me, it's no joke. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. You know, uh, at least it'll be documented on here. You know, and uh, whatever happens, happens, you know. I mean, it may be nothing will happen. I doubt it, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Man, it's coming to a head. They don't want me. They don't want me running for office in here. They don't want me around here. You know, the, the few elect little hey. boys. They, it's self-evident. Bundy. 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 Bundy, yeah, Bundy. The Bundy deal. The Bundy That's Bundy. That was, that was yep. the deal. Yeah. I had to look it up here. I could have forgot about it. Uh, in Oregon, yeah. So there was there was yeah. a classic example of of yep. how you if you raise your hand a little bit in saying hey there's something wrong, you get murdered. I know. That's exactly. Yes, I did. will make sure conservative conservative nation. I will make sure you get a copy of that. I promise. Oh, nine oh nine. I'm gonna get nine oh nine on here real quick. Yes, I promise. Uh, go ahead, nine oh nine. Hi, Joe. It's Dad. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. How you been doing? <laughs> I've been doing all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of, you know, getting the country back and all that, you know, our government, anyway, I don't even consider them a part of the people anymore, but our federal government um, wants to punish for basically trying to overturn them or or get rid of them. But it's in our Declaration of Independence. It is written yeah. in that. That we have the right alter to divide Alter or abolish. It. Yeah, alter or yeah. abolish, right? Yes. And so, you know, for people who are fearful of, well, you can't just throw out the government. It's like, well, yes, we can. We have that right. And it's our duty. You know, can, it's our duty. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and so I and just people don't to understand that. People. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. We, the people yeah, don't understand it. They don't get the, that. The, yeah, people. you have so right. You're so right. Yep. I mean, if Man. they haven't read the Constitution, it's not that complicated, or the Declaration of Independence, or the Bill of Rights, because if they if they take the attitude that, well, politics doesn't affect, affect me, well, it does. It does, and you have to pay attention. It's your duty to pay attention. And so that you know when we have a um a complaint of the whole as far as people um then we have recourse for that and and it doesn't have you know it doesn't have to be a violent revolution of any sort as long as it's presented through the process um that was given to us um to dissolve Correct. what is currently there and so and it doesn't mean anybody's going to rewrite the constitution or anything else those founding documents 
can still stand yeah. if the people, um, if that's what the people want. It's just the people that are in power, they want out, you know, so. That's right. Then we that's have right. our elections and, and, I'm glad and we you start all over up. again. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because that's not mentioned too much, even on the podcast shows I noticed. We don't mention it too yeah. much, you know? No. It's a, yeah, and we have that right. important to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. We have a beginning because people say, oh, I don't even know where to begin. You know, we've got we've got a group of people over here that are upset about what's going on with the people in power. And we have no way to get them out. We can't vote them out because, you know, they've been there forever and they cheat and whatever else. And it's like, all right, well, you don't have to vote them out. We, if there are enough people that agree that we need to dissolve what's there, then we can do it. <laughs> we have the power yeah. because we are the people. Yeah, well, let me ask you a question then. Okay, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Okay, just say like a small county like mine now, right? Let's just say, for instance, well, I'm not really a small county, but um, let's just say, let's go to one of these smaller counties, or, or well, let's just say even mine. All right, let's say I got 104,000 people in my county. Uh, I get 30,000 people together. We go right down to the courthouse or the, or the town hall. Out. Close the doors. You're out. You're fired. We have a lawful right to do that, right? I mean, the, well, right? you do, but the process begins with you writing the complaints down that everybody agrees as far as you know why yeah. they need to be dissolved. We have to give reasons why they, why the federal government or any government for that matter, city, county, whatever, um, needs to be dissolved. Um, there has to be reasons for it in order for it to be okay. justified. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. It has to be done. There has to be a legal, lawful process to present to them. You know, probably in writing, it would probably be the right way of doing it, and then presenting the body, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you present those documents and signed by the people, and and then now you can take the sheriff, um, which is the next, you know, um, I don't know, law-abiding officer <laughs> of, of yeah, the state, yeah. or yeah, because it's a state. Um, and then they can be removed legally, but those complaints have to be listed as reasons and justification for to dissolve that that particular part of government. A citizen's and, complaint, a citizen's criminal complaint, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You can put down yeah. corruption. That's you can what I put thought. down, you know, higher taxes. You can put down whatever it is that they've done to the state infringed on your Second Amendment right, your First Amendment right. Um, you know, yeah. all of these things that they've sworn to uphold. If that is what they're doing the opposite of, then you list those on the complaint because now they have broken their contract with the governed. And so it is no That's longer right. legal for them to hold that office. I, now, so oh, that, wait, now that I read, I read something, UNC or, or North Carolina you know, University wrote something about that, where a de jure stands up to the de facto and challenges it. The de facto always mm-hmm. has to stand down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, because I, I remember reading about that. They, yeah, we were the ones. We we the people put these people in office, and so they are only there by our vote, by our hand, by our will, and so it is our will to dissolve that that institution as well. So, and by yeah. taking that office, when they swear that oath, it's a contract between them, the the federal government, and the seats that they uphold, uphold or the city government. It's a contract with the people that they will do these things, and once they violate, violate that contract, just like any, like any other contract in business, which, you know, or corporation, it automatically um, invalidates the contract because they, they broke Correct. their, they, they were in breach of contract. 
why not uphold Correct. what they're supposed to do. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention Now, everybody, now everybody, yeah, yeah, I want to make sure everybody understands that for the record here, she's not calling in, uh, inciting anything or inciting that we're going to get together tomorrow and do anything. She's just saying that we have the lawful process in place and from our founders that says we can do that if we chose. That's all. Yes. You know, just not reminding people of what anything. it says in our yeah. founding documents. That's all. Yeah, I don't want to get you, you know, I don't want people, you know, I don't want anybody to assume anything or try to get you jammed up. Because, you know, there's a lot of provocateurs out there, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I just want to make well, sure people, well, I'm trying to cover really your butt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention a peaceful rev- revolution. I didn't mention a violent revolution. I would never even mentioned revolution. All I did was mention a redress to exactly. our government and their, and how we can address it legally. So. That was all I said. Thank you very much. Yep. Yeah. No, you they, know, they actually, they, they, I can't remember, but it was last year or the year before where they actually did that with a, a, a sitting school board at a school board meeting. Yeah. And elected right. a new school board with the people that yep. were there. They took the whole thing out. As far as those people removed them from offices, everyone that's got in the chair, and they replaced yeah. them all. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amen. Amen. You know, it's good. That, you know, <laughs> and there's such good people out there, knowledgeable people, such as yourself. I've been speaking to you for years on this podcast show, obviously, and so I know that you know you're true to what you believe and say and do, and obviously you're out there working because you love this country and you want to see it fixed, and and you're and you're and you're out there battling and doing the right thing, and you know, and mainly everybody on this call and everybody who's been calling uh, in these podcasts, we truly believe in our country. We may not agree on a lot of things sometimes when we debate or have discussions, but that's just airing our frustrations out basically, not with each other, but with the way things are today, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's really bad, you know, and we're tired of it, man. You know, we're My tired of it. I think on this earth right now at this moment is to educate people of things that may yeah. have been forgotten, tools and, you know, legal processes and everything else without having to raise you know, a gun or anything else against a neighbor or the government or anything else. I just want to educate yeah. people so that they know we do have avenues rather than just going, yeah, we need to just overthrow a revolution, show up at their front steps and take them out. You know, it's like, no, you don't. Yeah, no, you yeah, don't. yeah. <laughs> it may get to that yeah. later, you know, who knows? You know, look yeah. at the revolution yeah. that we had, you know, against Britain. But at the, at, our founders put it in our documents, you know, saying, yes, you have that right. And, you know, basically that's, we always talk about our founding documents, our constitution, it's unconstitutional for this, it's unconstitutional for that. Okay. And if it gets out of hand, now what? Well, we have permission or we have the authority, not permission, we have the authority to um, dissolve that institution. And so we don't derive our our rights from the government, um, nor the constitution is there to protect them. And as the officers of our institutions are not doing that, then they need to be dissolved. They need to go away so we can elect new people. Go get a job for the first time in your lives. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm going to get, I'm, I guess I'll get last thoughts from everybody on the line here, and then I'm going to go over probably to Ron Rex's show. Uh, so, anybody, last thoughts? I'll go, go right down the line here. Uh, uh, Boyd, there, you go first. Now, you were the first caller here tonight, so how about you first? Any last thoughts here you want to give? 
Oh, no, not really. Uh, while you were over on the show, I would uh, uh, make sure you get a hold of hold of Ron for uh, your possible incarceration and to yes. keep your house and all of that stuff. Okay, I will. I promise what, I will. What it was he called. What he called it, and how you can possibly do it. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. I got you on that. Okay. Um. Uh. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh. Gunslinger, you go first or uh, second. I mean, go ahead. Gunslinger, anything you want to say here at the end? I know you're pretty upset and frustrated. I, I like me. So go ahead. Well, you know, everybody is frustrated and upset over the damn BS. Okay, it's all it is. You know, it's it's, it's terribly ridiculous, ridiculously terrible. Okay, <laughs> put it any way you want it. Okay. It's one of these days it's going to have to stop or this country is going to go down the toilet with a big whoosh, okay? It can't survive like this, okay? And if Trump doesn't come back in there, that's going to be the key. That's going to be the switch, okay? If Trump gets in there, we'll have four more years of peace, okay? If he gets screwed out of this one again and Biden, God forbid, or something like him gets in there, we're sunk like the Titanic, right straight to the bottom. Okay, there will be blood in the streets of, of this country. There will be a civil war mm-hmm. because the, the, the pot is, is the pot is boiling. You know, I'm sure your mother made all kinds of stuff in a steam pot, right? And you, you, I was yep. fascinated when my mom did watching that little thing go. You know, around on top of that thing. So, what happens if that thing doesn't move? What happens if you stick something over it, and the fire keeps boiling, whatever you're boiling in there? Eventually, it's going to blow up like a hand grenade. And that's what this country's heading for. Was like it or yeah, not? Powder keg. I mean, politics is going to blow up right in your face. See you over at Ron's. Yeah, all right, man. Uh, hey, Robert. Also, Robert. Yeah, Robert. Uh, plug your show there, Robert, and uh, you go next, please, if you don't mind. Plug your show. Okay, uh, my show will be on Friday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 Mountain Time. Um, I will talk about this. Um, I'll try and get get an ad put together for you so that it can be given to Lorian and um, Sally. Uh, if they want it, yeah. they can play it on their shows. Um, this whole thing, you know, the, what Gunslinger said is very true. The problem is most people think that this country is too big to fail. It is not. And we're seeing that failure every day now. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Robert. And I appreciate your help, man. I really do. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember when I first started calling into your show, and, you know, and uh, I'm glad that we were able to grow everybody's show, too, together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we have. We've, we've all come together now, and our voices have come together. And, man, we got, you know, we've, we've got good topics to talk about now, and I think we're doing a good job waking people up, you know. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I know. We gotta get. Yeah, well, you're next. Plug your show. And that's right, everybody. Listen, we gotta make a goal of it. 
to try to try to get over to. Uh, I always have been promising for years, and I never have done it, and I apologize for that. I really do. But go ahead, plug your show and uh, talk here. Last words. You got the last word. Welcome to Suzette Live Talk. Is the title of my show. It's on Spreaker.com, and when you type that in the search box, I'll come right up. And join me on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then, so that would be what, Eastern Time? That would be 9 o'clock? 8 o'clock. <laughs> 8 or 9. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I have different topics. I talk about, um, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution. I like to go in step by step and how, how that can be used as a tool because it was given to us to use as a yep. tool. Um, also, I leave resources in my description of the show, so this way you can check them out and compare them or just uh, learn the resources if it comes from the government, um, the library, Library of Congress, and so forth. So I, pr- I present resources to back up what I'm saying. Um, let's cool. see. I also talk about the, um, the WEF and what's coming down the pike between them and the UN. Right now there's, they're talking about the news as far as China um, doing cyber attacks in the U.S. But, you know, I wrote a tweet today as far as saying, really, China has a lot more better things to do with their time with BRICS, <laughs> being busy with BRICS and everything else to worry about a cyber attack, especially because they were random places like Texas, um, Massachusetts, you know, someplace else that they had supposedly had, you know, committed an attack upon. And it's like, why would they go after Texas Grill and not just our main grid? as far as electricity. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but it's to rile people up. And it just didn't make any sense for China to do that right now. Out of the blue, they're just going to do a cyber attack. So they must be working to distract from other stories. And I like to point these things out to get people to think, you know, look for the other hand and see what it's doing. Don't just pay attention to the one because it's the biggest story, you know, and everybody's clinging on to that and starting to debate that. No, 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 no. Look at the other hand. What do we got going over there? We got Hunter Biden. We got Joe Biden going down. We've got, you know, what they're doing to the president. People, a lot of people aren't even aware. I call him my president because he should have been, but uh, Donald Trump. (laughs) And the laws that are being twisted inside out and flipped upside down in order to continue the cases in court um, concerning him, the president. And um, yeah. So all these things I like to bring to light to people just to, like I said, educate them. So, And that's it. So thank you again very much what, for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, yeah. What's hey, the name of the show again? Yeah, give me, give me that name again, though, real Welcome quick. to CZET Live Talk. Welcome okay. to CZET Live Talk. Suzette. Got it. Yes. Why don't you plug RZs while you're at it? Yes, please. Oh, yes. Well, RZ is actually, <laughs> we're a network of Ideas Are Bulletproof Radio. And so basically you type in Ideas Are Bulletproof Radio Network and all the shows on that network, which is RZ and myself for now. We had other people, but um, they left. And so anyway, RZ is on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. He does excellent shows. Um, he gets um, as far as documentation and also interesting thoughts provoking, you know, um, he talks for two hours or reads for two hours, but you don't want him to stop, basically. I know I don't. He talks about the different systems (laughs) of government and basically how you can um, legally (laughs) um, resist them. So it's a really good show. Awesome. Six o'clock on. Awesome. Yeah, it's free speech with RV. 
And if you can't remember the app, you just want to find both shows. It's Ideas Are Bulletproof Radio. Bulletproof Radio. I like that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we got – go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Boyd. Yeah, he he also uh, talks a lot about anarchism and uh, how it is not what everybody believes anarchy is. You know, he, he does a he he does a lot of that type of t- talking and how a society. Uh, can run itself without government. It's okay. more of an originalist uh, form that he talks about. The originalist mm-hmm. form is because people try to twist it into no government. How can a society exist with no government? It's a self-governing system, the original um, okay. anarchy. And it's not a word that's scary um, once it's actually explained. And so it's not like where we have – People saying socialism. Well, no, it's democratic socialism. That's why it doesn't work as socialism. No, 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 no. <laughs> because there okay. never existed gotcha. a democratic socialism. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. And don't forget uh, Lucid Libertarian on Sundays at uh, uh, 9 p.m. And, of course, Donnie C., he's uh, got a good show there. He's on Saturdays. Check him out. Uh, and, of course, Robert, Friday. All right. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, man. I appreciate you, and I appreciate everybody for trying to spread the word, man. Hey, what, I don't know what's going to happen, so uh, just pray, too, for me, man. Uh, God bless the Republic. Take care, everybody.